It kind of sucks that Chris tries to, like, better his life by going to school and working so that he can't waste his time doing stuff like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking gosh. This summer, I'm wasting as much time as possible. Perfect. Playing Elden Ring? Fuck, I don't know. I've, I've been, like, teetering that. I've been on the fence. I decided I'm not I'm not doing it. Oh, come on. I decided I'm not doing it. It looks fun, though, but, like, hard. Here, I just know realistically what's going to happen is I'm going to play a lot of it, and I'm only going to get realistically, like, a quarter of the way through the game and never go back to it. So I'm just going to um, hold up with a Harry Potter game. I've I work with a guy that's played 76 hours, and he's he's like a third of the way through. That's sad. That's not where that's, I want to be. That's a lot of content though. Like that's that's a good amount of content. There's just a lot of other things I sh- should be doing. Did you ask him how many times he's done the same mission repeatedly and died? Yeah, he said that like. Like I asked him if he was doing side quests, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, why? Just play the main story and, like, see how, like, see what how it goes. And he's like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, you have to. Because you have to level up enough. Because if you just try to play the main missions, you, the first boss will destroy you. Because you're just not leveled up enough. Okay. Wow. So, like, the game is designed where, like, you can't just skip through all the side stuff. Like, there's some... I'm sure you can skip a lot of it, but there's side stuff you have to do. Just for the sake of leveling up your character to be good enough to even continue the main storyline. So the like, side quests are kind of like side quests are mandatory. not main quests. Yeah. No, they were not. I wouldn't say they're mandatory, but like you can definitely pick and choose which one you want because they're just like for the sake of leveling up. But it's kind of like you don't have to do the homework, but if you do it, you'll know what the test is. Yeah. I mean, I found that like playing through like Skyrim, like I played the first main mission just to get me out of that cave. And then when I went to go do some side stuff at, like, level, like, 7, like, this shit was just ridiculously hard, because it's like, no, this is designed for you to play post-game when you've, like, done everything else. Yeah. I remember trying to attack those alien-looking creatures and just getting fucking obliterated. Oh, fucking, is it Markarth or whatever? Like, you go to that separate island? Yeah, that black creatures or whatever that kind of look like the xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, one of the first things I did, like, on my most recent, like, playthrough was, like, become a vampire. And there's a point in becoming a vampire where you kill, like, the head vampire that turned you. And, like, that was just so fucking hard because I was, like, level 12. And, like, this is designed for you to do much later in the game. That's funny. What's the even benefit of being a vampire? I mean, there's not really a benefit to it. It's just cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't be out in the daytime. Well, I didn't know if there was, like, some sort of, like, quest that is associated with you becoming a vampire. Dude, you get an achievement. So, it's like, you do, so you do, like, the first Dawn Guard mission, and that's when you get introduced to, I forget what her name is, but you get introduced to her, and then you can, like, just keep following her around until you get back to where she lives, and then you can start all the vampire missions where you get turned. Got it. It's quite a process, honestly. Worth it? And in the end, it's not worth it, but... No. Skyrim's a lot of fun. It's in, I played that in college when I had nothing to do. I mean, I had lots of things I could do, but... Instead, I sunk 
20 hours into Legends of Arceus this week, so. What's Legends of Arceus? This is the newest Pokemon? Pokemon game. Oh, okay. How's that? It's good. Uh, it's open world, so like. That's kind of oh. cool. It's it's a it's a prequel like to the games, so like they don't really know much about Pokemon, so all the Pokemon you encounter are just like wild, like hanging out. You, there's no like tall grass or anything. Like they're literally just everywhere. That's fun. Oh, you just go up to him, approach him, throw a Pokeball at it, call it good. So like you can attempt to catch them without like having to fight them. If you like sneak up on them, like yeah, they're pretty easy to catch and shit like that. Oh, interesting. You don't earn your Pokemon, you just like literally kidnap them. Yeah, it's literally like you know, the <laughs> meme is that Pokemon are slaves and this is literally the process of you like kidnapping them and making them slaves. Gosh, how lucky are we that we can play video games about slave trade? <laughs> how lucky are we? Chris, have you watched the gameplay trailer for the for the Harry Potter game? Yes, I have. It looks fucking amazing. The graphics were a lot better than I was anticipating. Dude, I just think, like, all the spell casting looks fucking sick. I know, and, like, normally in the Harry Potter games, you, like, follow a set structure of, like, you have to learn this spell, and then this spell, and then this spell. And then, like, what you do all coincides with that. But this seems a lot more customizable. Like, you can learn spells in this field of magic compared to this field of magic what also seems like you can learn dark arts too because there's the part at the end where they cast the vada cadaver spell Mm -hmm. have you guys considered like remember like games that were really hard for you like as kids like playing them just to be like yeah that's right i'm better than you now i have (laughs) like i've done that (laughs) the whole reason i got a ps2 so i could play spyro like the uh um I would love to replay Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets because when I was like seven, that game was so hard. And I bet now that I could just destroy it. Dude, you remember getting stuck in Xbox? You remember getting stuck in that level where you have to like go under? There's like the gargoyles and all that fire. Yeah, that's remember being the hardest because I could never figure out what the puzzle was to get out. I was so mad. It's like a. Oh, Chris, I also meant to I meant to send you this. There's a mm. there's a new Nintendo Switch game coming out this year that's based in the world of Jet Set Radio Future. Fuck off, dude. I am behind these fucking times. <laughs> I don't think they're a rollerblade gang, but it is like in that world, that same kind of like style. If there are if they're like a, a fucking rollerblading gang or like a scooter gang, I don't care. Oh, Zach, do you still want Ghosts of Tsushima? Yeah. I keep forgetting to send it out to you, and I just found it yesterday. I've heard it's really fun. It's it's amazingly fun. I had a lot of fun playing that game. Dude, do you guys remember the game Death Stranding? Oh, is that a zombie game? So, like, it had, it's like motion, it's like a motion capture, a game they did with motion capture. Like, Norman Reedus is the main character. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of that, yeah. So, I read, like, because I was reading this thing that was, like, most infuriating, like, games, and th- it was that one, because of, like, of all the cutscenes that you can't skip. Yes. And so, I guess at the end of that game, once you beat it, the final cutscene is two hours long. Really? Yes. I have not heard that. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. 
that's a theme that's, with that's me, what i've heard way. from most people which is like it was a cool game but like it's too many cutscenes that i can't skip through to actually play it was beautiful it's a beautiful looking game is that the one where they're in space no I the right one it's, it's the one with like the picture of the hand like just the hand coming up from the bottom no that's left for dead Mm, I'm thinking of something different. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. I would love to get a 360 to play Left 4 Dead. I want to play Dying Light. That looks kind of fun. But I'm just holding out. I'm going to fucking go... This holiday season, I'm going ham on fucking Hogwarts Legacy. It's only for PlayStation, so I got to get a PlayStation. I don't think so. No, it it says PS4, PS5. Uh, I think you motherfuckers better check that again. I if hope I'm you wrong. watch the gameplay trailer, you should have seen the part where it said coming to PS5. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm I'm not. <laughs> Dude, not you wrong. are wrong. You are wrong. It literally has. I can pre-order it on Xbox right now, on BestBuy.com. Show it. Show it. Okay. I'm wrong. Fuck yeah. Okay. Goddamn right, you're wrong. Fuck yeah, dude. This is probably a path I don't want to go down, but I've been looking to get away from consoles altogether and build a PC. I've been looking to get away from consoles and build a PC. That's an expensive fucking... I don't know why I'm mentioning money to you. Like, it doesn't really matter. You don't care. What do I care of how much it costs? I don't care. I know. I know. I was going to say that's so fucking expensive, but halfway through, I was like, there's no fucking point. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's not like I'm going to do it, like, tomorrow, but, like... Why do you want to build be, a PC? Uh, Just, like, for the ease of playing and, like, recording what you're playing. Why do you want to record about, what you're playing? Thinking about streaming? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why not? You think you're going to be a Twitch streamer? No, I wouldn't be a Twitch streamer. I would just stream on Twitch and then just upload all that content elsewhere. Isn't that being a Twitch streamer? Streaming I guess technically, Twitch. but like, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's the epitome of Twitch. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be like an exclusive thing. Zach, I just need to know you can't do this to me. I just Why? need to know what your stream name would be. One bald man. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm like Saitama from One Punch Man. BBW, big bald white guy. BBWG. Oh my gosh. Big bald whitey. Do it, dude. Don't do it, dude. I think that's the move. <laughs> I bought I've bought all three main books for D and D and a dungeon master screen. You're ready to go. I'm fucking ready to go. I'm doing this. You just shit. need some people. You just need people to play with now. I was gonna say you're missing like the key factor, which is people that want to play. Well, here's the thing, okay? I, because I can't fucking find anybody who wants to play. Exactly. I have enlisted my sister, my mom, and my you're mom's desperate. friend to play. I'm fucking desperate, dude. I want to play this so desperate. Bad. But I enlisted them to play, and I bought like the starter kit, and I'm giving it to them so I can learn how to play. And then this summer, I got um, – I'm going to Vermont in the middle of July – or end of June, beginning of July. Um, you your wealthy ranch to your wealthy ranch? Yeah, my wealthy ranch, the place that has zero electricity. <laughs> the wealthy ranch. Um, Dude, if you want to sucker people into doing dumb shit, that's what you do. Bring them to a place with no electricity. 
that's literally what I said. That's literally what I said. I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity for me. So I got a few people to play there, too. Just saying. I'm going to be adept at this after two sessions. So, like, if you guys want in. If I lived closer, Chris, I'd do it with you. Do you want to do it over, like, Skype or Zoom or something? No. Why the fuck not, man? I don't know. I think it's better in person. I don't know, dude. I'm at the point in my life where I'm only trying to do things that I can monetize. I just record everything I do just to try to make money on it. Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. There's so fucking many of them. Dude, it's so cringe, though. Like, there's a guy that I work with that listens to them, and it's just like, they play Witcher-themed Dungeons and Dragons games. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that, he was like, I was like, what are you listening to? And he was like, oh, like, it's a Witcher-themed Dungeons and Dragons game that they're playing through. They release it in, like, hour segments, and I was like, that's the most virgin thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and you talk to your employees like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, you're not, like, wrong, though. Like, in all honesty, exactly. you are right. I understand. There's, like, some of the shit, though, that, like, it's not necessarily, like, Dungeons & Dragons, but there's... um. There's, like, gameplay for different worlds. You, you can even fucking create your own if you really wanted to. Yeah, like, Do people it. that want to play, like, Dungeons & Dragons, like, I'll leave you alone. Do, Do a Pokemon Dungeons & Dragons, Chris. Yeah, but it's shit like that good. where I'm just like, dude, just stop. We're like, we're going to play Dungeons & Dragons, but we're going to be characters from Zack Snyder's Justice League. And it's like, why? Like, Dungeons & Dragons already built an entire expansive world for you to play in. Like, why do you have to do one that's... We're going to be Spider-Man. Like, go away. Dude, Wrong Marvel, universe. Marvel created one a while ago, apparently. They created one where you can be the superheroes. And they have a system for it and everything. It's so dumb. I don't know, dude. Sounds pretty always, lit to me. I've always okay, wanted to play. play. <laughs> I've always wanted to play, but I never don't know anybody to play with. Oh, the weird, only- man. The only and there was game. fucking weird. <laughs> it's like we should be friends, Chris, and play together. Right? The only game in that kind of realm that I would consider is Warhammer 30k. I would play that. I because when you said Warhammer 40k, I looked it up and I legitimately thought I'd be interested in playing that, and I am. The only thing is, it's like getting the pieces. You have to like paint each individual one, and they're yeah. so fucking expensive. Well, you can buy like you can buy like a starter kit for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, Chris, it's only a hundred bucks, you poor person. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. PC build, but like, fuck, I don't have a hundred dollars just laying around to spend on little wooden figurines for a game. Well, they're not. I'm pretty sure they're plastic. They're They're plastic. plastic. You paint plastic? That seems highly ineffective. Yeah, Chris, they're not biodiversible. Thank you very much. (laughs) Warhammer 40k lasts forever. Like, that game seems fun. I, I just don't like the idea of, like, there's, like, Dungeons and Dragons, like, there's no board, there's no, like, you don't have a character, your character's, like, on a piece of paper, you're just rolling die, like, it just doesn't seem fun. Well, I, I mean, have seen somebody like, create, yeah, I've seen people create, like, big maps and stuff, and they do have characters to do stuff with. Yeah, I like, think, you can Yeah, but you, you have, have to be really into it to do it, because it's, like, stuff you build on your own. I mean, you have to be really into Warhammer 40k oh, to fucking get it. all that shit, and... 
No, because I can just go like, to a store it. and buy it. Like, I don't have to, like, know how to fucking... I didn't have to take wood shop and, like, build all these things. Dude, I'll make a tree There's out nothing, of What's made out of wood? What's made out of wood? What are you talking about? If I wanted to build my own Dungeons & Dragons, like, figures... Oh, no, so it's not that. It. It's, like, people draw it or something. You know, no. a big-ass piece of cardboard draw it or something. Oh, well, that's like, lame as shit. The figures, the figures you can buy. Like, I went to Game Citadel the other day just to check shit out and check oh, out. Oh, God. Game I Citadel. To, I went – it's everything you think it is is what I'll say. I've been. No, Dude, I've, been to, I've been to Magic Freely's events there. Like, Convince Mike to build that a really elaborate train thing that he has and then do a Dungeons & Dragons thing with trains. You can hop on the train and ride around to different places. Like a Snowpiercer Dungeons & Dragons type shit? <laughs> it's like Ticket to Ride but Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there's ways to make it badass. Even you're now, like, you roll a seven. You now board the train to the Gumdrop Forest. And where do you want to go? Forward, <laughs> I guess. Look, I'm not saying that I'm not into like some really cringe stuff, but like, yeah, like building your own PC and foregoing all consoles and buying a hundred dollars worth of plastic figurines so you can have an army. It's worse. Or starting than that. a Twitch stream. It's worse than that. Uh, <laughs> But I just I'm just not I'm just not in a position to add to it. Like I think I've reached my cap. You see, but here's the thing like, though. No, when it comes to Dungeons married, and Dragons, you literally need nothing. Like you don't need to buy shit. Dude, once you're married, the cap expands infinitely. Uh-huh. Cuz you can't people can't divorce you now. You just you just got to ride that nerd wave to like, death. Like right now, like I've been looking into like I've been I'm going to attempt to nuzlock this Pokémon game. What is that? So a Nuzlocke means that you play through Pokemon, you can only catch one Pokemon per area, and they only have one life. So if they die, you have to release them. I'm going to go bomb it. One second. (laughs) Was that genuine, or was that at the response of your structure, your unnecessary Pokemon structure? I think it was probably the unnecessary... uh, the self-implemented rules to make Pokemon hard. You are just you are just sugarcoating the shit out of it. I mean, good for you, dude. I'm just saying, there's nothing you need to buy with D and D. You just create a character and fucking have at it. You haven't like watched Lord of the Rings, like not even like Lord of the Rings world, but you haven't watched Lord of the Rings and be like, shit, I want to do shit like that. No, because if I wanted to do shit like that, I would get into LARPing, and I'm just not gonna. LARPing is the same shit, except not – except, like, you have to have the physical shit in order to this do it. This is my problem, Chris, is, like, you're trying to LARP on paper. I mean, like, I can't argue <laughs> against it. Dude, here's I an idea. Really okay, this. first thing for your Twitch stream – Neslock Skyrim. If you die, you gotta restart the game. Uh, there are there are people that have played Skyrim taking no damage. No damage at all. Yeah, no damage at all. If you take damage, you have to restart. How do you? Whoa, that's crazy. Even if you like fall from a height that's too high. That's damage. You can't take damage. Wow. How do people do that? Uh, they're very they mad at the game. They use like they probably use magic and arrows and shit, right? So you don't have to get close combat. I'm sure there's a strategy to it, but I mean, you can look on YouTube. There are people out there that have done it. There are people that have beat like Dark Souls taking no damage. That sounds hard. 
don't get how that's possible. Probably is, yeah. It's probably not something you're going to do on your first time through. Do you get an achievement for that? No. You get thousands of YouTube followers and money. <sighs> that's pretty cool. Money? Better than an achievement. Well, dude, let me know how your Twitch stream goes. You'll be able to watch it. I'll upload it all. I will be able to. You'll be able to watch me Nuzlocke Pokemon's Legends of Arceus. <laughs> Isn't it? But, like, the thing is, that like, I've seen a lot of streamers, and they, they're typically, like, honed in on one game. Like, it's they have true. a home yeah. game. Like, what are you thinking? Pokemon? It'll probably be Pokemon. I don't have much interest in, like, streaming anything else. Because, like, the, the fun would be, like, taking this game and making it unnecessarily hard. Harder than you should. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in, like, playing real hard games, like Elden Ring or Bloodborne or Dark Souls. <laughs> so try to make something where the internet can... Try to make something where the internet can dictate what moves you make. There are... So, you can play emulators, and if you play emulators, there are ROMs you can put in where, like, your team gets completely randomized, you don't get to pick anything. Did you guys see the one where the Pokemon plate was played by a fish? No. No. They like put this. They like divided like this thing in half and put motion cameras. So if the fish swam to the right, the character went right. If the fish fish swam to the left, they the character went left. And if it went up, you know all that shit. And just kept it on until finally like. That the sounds fish infuriating. Like, let's see, this game would take forever. What does it yeah, do, it like, besides walk <laughs> around? Yeah, how would they yeah, dictate like an attack? Well, it, it would randomly happen, and then it would happen. It would just, it's random. Look it up. You could find it. Fish plays Pokemon. Look it up. They also did the one where they said it where, like, the internet could, people would randomly type in responses, left, right, up, down, whatever. I've said fish tactic. have beaten three Pokemon games. Which one? What did you say, Chris? It says a set of fish have beaten three Pokemon games just by swimming around in a tank with some motion tracking. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, there so you there's go. a set of them. You could have one that's dictated to movement, one that's dictated to no, no, attack. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's three set of fish beat the three games. They beat three games though. Oh, okay. They break it out. They break the tank out into a grid. So like yes, so like the middle section is go right, the bottom section is go down, and then like certain buttons coordinate with certain sections of the tank. Hmm. They okay. beat three games like this. It took I mean, three thousand one hundred eighty-five hours to beat. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you want to talk about like having nothing to do? If <laughs> you who was like you know what? I bet I could put motion captures on these fish <laughs> to beat Pokemon. Like, that is truly, like, new levels of boredom where you had to be – where you had to be able to think of that. I yeah. will say at a certain point, though, like, this fish is just doing its own thing. Like, he's just put the software out there and he just let it ride. That's true. He probably is not, like, monitoring it for 3,000 hours, but – no. Oh, no, he literally just sets it up. I'm sure he checked in every now and then, like, oh, you're stuck in a fish there, or you're stuck in a cave there, little guy. <laughs> what if, Sorry what about if he that. died? Like, what if one of the fish died before they beat it? Well, let's see what the Put very top fish. section of it is. 
A and B. So they would just be pressing A and B a lot. <laughs> the one where the one where people could write in which way to go was interesting because they were stuck in a cave for like two days or something like that. I remember kind of following it when people were trying it. This is like people that watch like live cams of baby eagles. And it's like, why? Like, who cares? Definitely remember doing that in eighth grade. Yeah, Let's take part of science. Let's look at this part of science class today. We're going to watch this eagle's nest. Yeah, we're going to watch this eagle nest today for an hour. Oh, it doesn't look like they're hatched yet. All right, well, we're going to do this for an hour. (laughs) The eagle's nuzzled up against the camera so you can only see like three or four feathers. And then it flies off, which takes half a second. And the camera isn't good enough to catch any of the motion. So it's like, (laughs) oh, it's there. Now it's not. Hey, do you guys want to watch a bald eagle on 480p? All right. Do we have a treat for you today? <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even a watch a bald eagle. It was like, hey, do you want to watch an empty nest while we wait for an eagle to randomly fly back? Dude, this is where FOMO started because it was like, if we click out of this tab, we might miss them hatching. So we got to stay on this tab until they hatch. It's true. Yeah, imagine being the guy that goes to take a shit and then comes back and there's all these eggs, all these unhatched eggs now. Oh, fuck. He's been sitting there watching it for like four or five hours. Like, fucking shit. (laughs) What episode does this have to be again, Zach? 127? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Film and Loathing Podcast for Sunday, March 27th, 2022. This is episode number 127, and I'm Jake. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Coming up this week, we got the gang back together to talk The Batman. We'll also talk maybe some other stuff that we watch and then whatever else comes up along the way. So thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Good to have Chris back finally. School's a bitch. Just drop out, dude. Who cares? I have contemplated not going to school three times this semester. And this, is your hardest, my, this is your hardest semester, right? This is my hardest semester, and this is my busiest month coming up in April. Because this is your third school, right? What? What's so busy about April? Um, it's just like everything's coming to a close. So all the big papers I have are due in like the same time frame. So it's just about like putting those, finishing those papers and putting those final touches on it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Dude, I, I lost... hope you enjoy our discussion of the Batman because we'll see you in May. <laughs> I know. I know. Zach and I will have to figure out some content to do until you're free. You guys will figure it out. Box. We're gonna do May. We're gonna do May Madness next. By the way, guys, Film and Loathing podcast going Twitch streaming. Bingo. Is this your? Is this considered your third year, Chris, in your major? I have six classes left, and then I graduate. Jesus. So you yeah. Be so done. this is like the hardest time. Dude. 
Yeah. After this semester, I have six classes left. And I have an opportunity, potentially, if I decide I want to do it and if I can become a TA to get my master's in one extra year. You can be a titass. That's cool. Mm -hmm. All right, Chris, have you considered this? It's hard right now, but if your plan is to go to law school, that'll probably be a lot harder. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fully expecting that. I guess it depends on where you go to law school. Will yeah. depend on how easy it is. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be pretty difficult regardless. It well, Hudson's law, Hudson's law school might be a little bit different than uh, Duke's, for example. Yeah, Duke's a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yeah, Hudson's so hard. Hudson's <laughs> the most difficult there is. No. You try uh, to get a, but, try to get a sports scholarship and play. You know, I law school and play a little sport. What sports scholarships would they offer in law school? Fucking badminton, curling, tennis. <laughs> tennis. Yeah, I went to Harvard Law on a tennis scholarship. <laughs> Dude, I saw someone that I'm friends with on Facebook just posted that they're going to Harvard to study divinity, and it's been a week since I saw that, and I still can't figure out what divinity is. Yeah, what is that? It's probably something in theology. I mean, I know that it's a video game series, but I don't think that's what they're studying. It could be. Where? Where? What school is it again? Harvard. Harvard to study divinity. Because like, the the definition of divinity is the state or quality of being divine. So I, it's probably religion based, but like, I can't get like a straight answer. The I study of Harvard Christian theology and ministry. I didn't realize Harvard had that. Apparently they do. That's fucked. They started off as a Protestant university. That's fucked. Chris, where do you want to go to law school? Where the money is. <laughs> and where is that? Dude, so if I can like, get, it all the most on expensive one? See, that, that, that's the weird shit is that like the most expensive law schools out there are like $65,000 a year. Wow. But humane law is like twenty-five dollars to $27,000 a year. So, like, you see what I'm saying? Is it one of those things where, like, good tattoos are cheap tattoos aren't good and good tattoos aren't cheap? I, I mean, would like, assume it's something like that. It, yeah, I mean, it, like, depends. Because the thing is, is that there's a general curriculum that they generally teach at every single school. But, like, obviously, if you go to Harvard or Yale – they come with a certain level of prestige. So yeah. it's the opportunities you're going to like, get out of those schools is going to be uh, different than what you would get at, say, like, I don't know, fucking... Hassan. Yeah, if Hassan had a law school, then. <laughs> like it's, it's I didn't even realize probably like wasn't not, like... not many people that graduate from Harvard Law that, like, don't get a job pretty quickly. I didn't even realize UMaine had a law accredited law program. There's only one in the state, and it's in Portland. Oh, so you'd have to go to Portland just for school. Yeah, I'm going to have to move away to go to law school. That's guaranteed. If I get mm. in. But, I mean, you're a ways out from that anyways, right? It would be at least like a couple years. Cause you have to do – Yeah, oh, yeah. You'd have to do like a master's, and you'd have to take your LSATs. 
I would be because I still have one. I have six classes left, so I have a full year left of uh, undergrad. Technically, um, a full year? You can't you can't crush that in a semester. Well, I can, but I'm not going to be able to leave halfway through the year to move down to Portland, go to law school. They do the cycle at the beginning Fine. of the fall, so I might as well separate those classes. Get yourself um, established. So basically, what you're going to do is finish this year, and the next year you'll just have an easy year of just three classes per semester. See, that's the thing is that it might not be easy if I decide to do this um, this potential master's program with the four plus one program then I would be taking graduate classes next year during my senior year, which means that I would – it would be just as hard because I would be taking different – like I, I asked one of my professors what a master's class looks like, and they said it's standard to have a book a week. Mm, sounds about right. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. And then I have to write like research papers or historiographical papers. And... But you're going to skip – but you're going <laughs> to skip – the book, you're you're gonna skip the reading, right? When Avatar two comes out. I mean, obviously. <laughs> you fucking kidding okay, me. Good. It's listening Professor, to Chris I would talk have about loved this. To have read. Like, I'm glad I work at Harvest Moon Deli. <laughs> like, I, sir, I would have loved to have read. <clears throat> I would have loved to have read Ayn, Ayn Rand in a week, but Avatar two came out, and <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard of this podcast, Film and Loathing, but <laughs> <laughs> Professor. All I've got to say to you is a couple words. Glassesless 3D. <laughs> Just redirect you that him. Zoe Saldana saw some Zoe Saldana saw some screen saw some footage of it and she cried. Of uh, course like tears she did. of it's joy beautiful. or like tears of shit. Yeah, it was, it was so beautiful she cried. Okay. Alright. <laughs> All yeah, you have Chris, to do first is ready. just redirect, your, redirect your professor to Jimmy C and just explain to him, like, this is the man you got to talk to. I'm sorry. Chris, you're going to have time for grad school when Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> comes out? <laughs> See, like, that's the thing is, like, all these curveballs are being thrown my way, so I don't know. I'm going to have to get, like, a handwritten note from fucking uh, Jimmy C, and I'm going to have to pass it into my professor and be like, um, I have uh, I have a doctor's note for this week. I'll, <clears throat> I'll write you a note so you can miss class to play Hogwarts Legacy if you want. Fucking need it, dude. Like, when does that come out? It comes out later this year? It says holiday. It just said the holiday. Uh, my uh, fingers crossed. Dude, I hope they do a PS5 bundle so I can just get it all at once. Holidays nice. could it could be Christmas, Thanksgiving, it could be Earth Day. Who knows? It's just gonna come out around a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive they're gonna do a Christmas release. They're gonna jack up their PS5 and Xbox X sales. Well, fingers crossed for Earth Day. Fingers crossed they're actually gonna have the inventory to support a combined release. Dude, I guarantee that the inventory shortage is like on purpose. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They want to keep those babies at 600 bucks for as long as they can. As long as people are willing to pay $500 for one that doesn't accept discs, like, why would you mass produce them so that the cost gets driven down to 300? Just pull out like, put out like a huge flood of them. Just, just one huge flood of them. 
worth 600 bucks a piece and people will pay it and then go back to your regular shit so that more people can have them. No, because the thing is like people would – I think me and – I think it was Jacob that I said this to. Like the people that I know that have a PS5, they got a direct invitation from Sony to buy one. That's insane, man. How did they establish a relationship with Sony to get that? Uh, it's more just like they've been like they've been PSN users for years, and so they get put into uh, a lottery, and like th- out of that lottery, they get sent like a private like shop where they can buy a PS4, a, a PS5, and it's like if you're gonna get sent that, you're gonna scrounge together whatever it is they cost to like get one. I mean, like I don't necessarily need a PS5. Like I'm not. I'm not That's yearning. You're wrong. I'm not yearning for you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? You're if wrong. I could get Hogwarts Legacy on Xbox One, I'm I'm pretty much all good. I just need Hogwarts I only know, Legacy okay. on PC, bud. <laughs> I only know one guy with a PS5, and he he was essentially just spent time on Twitter until one of those like PS5 stock alert accounts was like, "There's one right now at GameStop. Click on it in the next 30 seconds, so you're not gonna get one." And that's how it, that's how we got it. Well, I mean, here's the also like the shitty news. If you want it, uh, they are readily available. If you want to spend like seven eight hundred bucks for one. No. Like on eBay. Yeah, on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, I see them all the time. Seven eight hundred bucks. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just saying, if someone really wanted one, don't tell me that you can't find them because they're out there. But although Christmas bonus comes. There's no telling what else pay. I just don't trust the pro- like. I just don't trust the individual sellers that are selling them for seven eight hundred dollars. Why? I just don't. I mean, they're, they're probably, probably going to send me a PS2. But... Probably Maybe they'll send legit? you like. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't order one online, but no. if I saw one on like Facebook Marketplace and like could meet up and see it, that's a different story. Unless they put PS4 hardware inside the PS5, do you everything well out? If someone really wanted to go that far, yeah, they deserve the money. Oh That's God. like a lot of effort. That's like Mike saying you got to be careful because there are people who randomly put drugs in your shit. It's like that's a lot of free drugs to be giving away, Mike. I don't think people do that. That's fiscally irresponsible. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm interested though. I, I I would like to get one down the line. <laughs> Be careful buying weed. People are just throwing cocaine in it. They're just giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. People are buying thousands of dollars of other drugs to put in your pot for free. Two hundred dollar gram of cocaine just hanging out in your weed. Gone. <laughs> so dumb. It was also Mike's thing about uh, you shouldn't give the homeless people a dollar because they have an elaborate underground network to signal to people what cars gave away money and what cars didn't. I was like, dude, if they're that smart, I think there'd be – Also, what makes you think I have $2? Like if I give a dollar to one guy, what makes you think I automatically have a second one to give to someone else? Which always made me thought it would be a hilarious – There'd be a hilarious script idea of somebody – like an, an elaborate underground homeless network of people like checking license plates and being like, okay, yeah, go to the red Kia. He gave me $5 yesterday. 
Dude, I'm not saying this as like a justification to not give money to homeless people, but have you ever like seen those videos? Sounds of, like, like you're about to give a justification <laughs> to not give money to homeless people. No, no, like if you can help them, you should. But like, have you ever seen the videos of like the people that confront uh, like panhandlers as they're like going back to like their fifty thousand dollar car? No. Yes, I have seen that shit. That stuff is hilarious. Well, all I'll say is it's that's bad juju to do that. So if you want to do that out in the world, you're asking for trouble. People confront like panhandlers. So the I saw this video. This these guys like followed this female like panhandler like back to her brand new like I don't know what the car was, but it was like it was a nicer car. And they were like, were like, why are you on the corner asking for money if this is what you drive home? And she like went into McDonald's and like pulled out her iPhone and like called the cops on them. And they're like, why, why are you calling the cops on us? Like you're the one that's just taking money from people that you don't need. Whoa, that's kind of fucked. They're out there. Oh sure, yeah. I, I that's don't, personally I don't, why I don't give money to homeless people. That's, oh yeah, people in people in Bangor just going into their Teslas. How do I know that? that you aren't driving a Tesla? I think there's like three of them around town. I've seen one Tesla in Bangor. And I was I've like, I've seen a blue one, a white one, and then another white one. My initial reaction was like, dude, have you seen the roads that we drive on? Why would you get a Tesla? It's so low. Any nice car. It's so low. Like the potholes that you have to constantly swerve around will destroy your front end of that car if you were to hit one. Where do you even have to go to get a Tesla, Boston? To you have to order it online. You can order them online. You have to. Amazon? You can, Amazon? You can they make you it order them straight online? from Tesla. Amazon website? There's no Tesla dealership. Do you know anything? You have to order there's them. A tes- there's a Tesla deal. There's Tesla dealerships. You order them straight from Elon Musk. You have to DM him on Twitter. Okay, yeah, maybe you guys do in Ho Punk Bangor. You there's, dude, there's a Tesla. <laughs> dude, there's a you, Tesla store in the Denver Mall. You Venmo Elon Musk eighty grand, and he sends you a Tesla. Are there any cars inside the Tesla dealership? Yes. There's also a Tesla dealership in the town north of us, where they have a bunch of Teslas on the lot. Well, I've never been there, so it's probably fake. Those That's are fake true. Teslas. That's what the internet's taught me. If you can't Seeing confirm it yourself, it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to order your Teslas online. That's so sad. If anything, I feel like that's better. That's a lot cooler than just like going yeah. to a dealer. Does it show up in a big, oh, in a big cargo tank? I get to get my tank? Tesla like a normal car. I get to order mine on fucking line, dude. No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the it dealership comes to like my a house. peasant. No, you're going to bring me my Tesla if I can afford one. Yeah. It's like, I'm not that'd be going funny to you. It, that'd be funny if it shows up and it's like an off-brand Tesla. It's Tesla or something. <laughs> Great value Tesla. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's the it's the store brand Tesla. I mean, hey, they're called just the, they're called Prius. This is just the just the Ford. This is just the Ford Fiesta with the Tesla logo on it. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Oh, they they went through all the trouble to switch the hardware out. I guess it's like they earned their money. Exactly. 
Well, quick in-house stuff before we get started here. Uh, go check out Zach and mine's <clears throat> March Madness series where we talk about 64 horror films, essentially. It was it was a task. It was a lot. Chris, for that, there was one week where I watched 13 movies. Oh, that's – I feel like after – five i would have been like i don't want to do this anymore dude on a tuesday i did five in one day tuesday i feel like that's like an odd day to pick to watch five movies well i didn't pick i, I didn't wake right up and was like okay tuesday well like tuesday's in the middle of the week you know well i just had i was just working from home that's why oh okay that makes sense it's not like i had it on my calendar tuesday 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 march tuesday well, those are the things like, I feel like I would need 16. to break it down. Like, if I had 13 movies I needed to watch in a week, I would, like, break it down on, like, a daily schedule. Like, I have to watch this. Hey, this boss. Time. Hey, boss. I'm going to need the 16th off. I'm watching five movies that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny shit. How would, like, how yeah, did, like... It was a lot of fun. How'd it go, though? You have Pretty to well. listen and find out. It was a lot of fun. Dude, do you know anything about the content creator space? Dude, you can't just give away that information. You got to tease it. You think that our content creator space on this podcast is so sacred? Yeah, I mean, we're basically like Mr. Beast. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. I don't even know what I was thinking. Mine is selling houses for a dollar. (laughs) I'd take a house for a dollar. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Means. On this free po- on this free podcast, we can't give away information on our free podcast. Right. You'll you have, have to send us cash in the mail. You're gonna. We'll create a Venmo account using the Gmail that we have. Dude, yeah. If, somebody, if someone wanted to give us money, I would have to refuse it. Why? We don't. Don't give us any money. What have we given you where we deserve money? I want a soundboard. <laughs> I want a soundboard exclusively dedicated to Chris' things. I want a soundboard exclusively dedicated to Jake's chewing noises. God. That'd be a good soundboard. <laughs> I want a soundboard dedicated to Zach's. That's like in Sniffles. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> it's just different variations of him going, that's yeah. like, that's like, that's like. In different, in different sniffs, just like <laughs> – just different sniffs. Honestly, how often are you sick? Like that's, that's I'm not sick. I'm in a constant state of congestion since I was 12. Dude, take allergy medication. No. Fuck that, right? Why would you want to have clear breathing? I'm watching animals? your nose. You want to sniff so bad right now? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what do you think the last two years of my life has been? Waking up every day, like, sniffling and congested, and people being like, do you need to go get a COVID test? Like, what? no, this is how I've been for 15 years. <laughs> get, a, get a humidifier. Uh, since moving in here, we do have one, because, like, being on the third floor, it's so dry. Did I feel that? I agree with you. 
like during the winter with everyone cranking their heat and like it just rises to our apartment like there are nights that like i couldn't sleep because i was just like coughing because of how dry it is in here that's dry if only there was some sort of allergy medication that could help with a lot of your congestion issues well the the allergy medicine wouldn't make it not dry in here i'm not speaking on the humidity of the air well, I you, had, like a, you got a humidifier going, and that clearly doesn't help. So you might want to take some allergy pills. No, I'm fine. The guy that's got a cat and a bunch of dogs. See, I know this sounds terrible, like incredibly selfish. All the sniffling doesn't bother me. It's everyone else that hates it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, <laughs> I really don't notice it. It's everyone else that's like, dude, do you need like a tissue or something? Like, why are you keep sniffling? I'm like that's just my life i don't hate it like i don't hate your sniffling i just i wouldn't care if you did that's the thing well i, I know you wouldn't i just i'm expressing this i, I, I don't hate the racist diatribes it's just everybody else <laughs> i just find it highly entertaining that you sniffle all the time who's it entertaining for me <laughs> fucking me when you sniffle i'm like i'm like <laughs> Chris, you need to put the dry history books down if my sniffling is now at a point where it entertains you. <laughs> put down the rise and fall of the Roman Empire and, like, why, why, do you, why do you think I watched them reading Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire? I assume that if you go to college for history that you have to read the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. I feel like you'd be reading the rise and fall of the Mesopotamian Empire. That's not a book series. I'm not going that far back. It's a book series. I'm not that into history. Written by Ken Burns. Chris, all I really want for you in your life, I know you didn't ask, but this is what I would like for you to achieve. Appreciate it. I want you to become like a well-known enough in a certain area of history that they would call you to be an expert on Pawn Stars. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Like if, if you that. like, dude, that you're like, sick. you know what? I don't know much about uh, Civil War era flags, but I got a buddy that does. Let me call him up and get him down here. And then in comes Chris, the expert of Confederate flags. I'm the expert of Confederate flags in your scenario. You couldn't have picked something a lot more like Roman, she- Roman shekels. Chris's. <laughs> Chris is an expert on British coins. Better. What about like Roman sex toys? <laughs> Dude, everything Dude, was. Did you guys know that they sell sex toys at Walmart now? Really? Dead ass. Saw them yesterday. That sounds really like, progressive. We we were looking for uh Zach, Corey. that's not a sex toy, that's a cucumber. <laughs> We were looking for Neosporin in, like, where they keep all the condoms and stuff. Sure as shit. But Male and female sex toys. Sick. Hold on. How many did you get? Twelve. What are we talking about? Like, what's what's the range? What's the variety that you're Yeah, what's packing? considered a sex toy? Uh, I mean, they sell vibrators. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, obviously this isn't fucking Spencer's Gifts, right? But well, like, obviously not, but... It's still just a little, like... Oh, wow. oh no, dick sun- no dick sunglasses? 
I'm not I'm not expecting like, wow, him to really? have like, a dildo with a suction cup that you can put to the edge of your wall. Right. It was just it was just jarring to see it at Walmart. It was like, oh really? Okay. Was it jarring or erotic? It was I was it was jarring how erotic it was. <laughs> Good for them. Good for Wally World. Dude, they're just gonna corner every market. Eventually only Walmart will be left. All your your one stop shop. That'd be kind of cool, man. Jeff Bezos's next move is to buy Walmart. Fucking I mean, it Walmart. seems like the next logical step, actually. Good fucking luck, Jeff Bezos. No, could, they could do it. There's no, more money to be. There's probably more money to be made in like space stuff. Right. There's more money to be made, but if your goal was like. An autonomous shifting towards autonomous like ways of living. I'm pretty sure there are laws in place that prevents that. Not that that's really stopped anybody in this country. Laws against what? Becoming a monopoly. Yeah, but I mean, tell that to Spectrum. I was gonna say that, but there are monopolies everywhere, so that's not like it stopped anything. Like monopolies are illegal, but government allowed monopolies are perfectly legal. Yeah, exactly. Murder is illegal, but government-sanctioned murder is okay. Which you can now request death by firing squad in some states. Can you really? Yeah. What about death by fire? That sounds miserable, but I mean, I don't think anyone would stop you. All right. Just wanted to check. I think there are people that would – there would be, like, groups that would stop that. Death by firing squad? The anti-fire people? Yeah, AFP. Avatar The Last Airbender is going to stop you. Anti-fire people. Prince Zuko is a big opponent, proponent of it, but Aang, he's not a fan. Not a fan, that Aang. There's death by firing squad? I feel like that would be the best way to go. Really? Yeah. They should just imagine being able to like choose your own death, like the way they let you choose your last meal. Trial by combat, always. Yeah, but but like you're gonna die no matter what. Not necessarily. If I win, I go free. But that's what I'm saying though. Like <laughs> medieval rules do not apply in this situation. If I survive your firing squad, I'm free. <laughs> that seems honestly. Fair. <laughs> honestly though, there 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 are cases where shit like that's happened. Where like. They've electrocuted somebody. He's died and like come back. Like he didn't die from their original electric shock. So, so like the reason they were like, that they like they were like you 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 did it, man. Like you did it. You don't get to do it a second time. He lived his death penalty. So there are um the reason <clears throat> that they like started allowing death by firing squad is that like lethal injection is severely inhumane. So like the first, but being shot a bunch of times, is... no, 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 we're gonna no, no, no. shoot you up with AK-47s. So like the first injection that you get when you die by lethal injection is to paralyze your body because apparently the actual thing that kills you is incredibly painful and they don't want you, they don't want it visible that you are in pain. So they put you under paralysis. At least well, if you get shot a bunch of times, like that's not gonna hurt. You'll be dead. There's no good way to kill someone. That's not true. 
No, no, that's 100% true. There's there's no good way to kill anyone. I'm with Chris on this one. Define good way. Like... If you're saying there's no humane way to kill someone, okay, I can agree with that. But if we're talking about effectiveness, no, there are plenty of good ways. No, no, there are so many effective ways to kill somebody, but there's no, like, like moral... Humane way to kill anyone. Okay, I will agree with that, but there are plenty of effective ways to do it. Yeah, history has proven so many different ways you could do it. You would know. Friggin' that That's game, true. that game, uh, many ways to die or whatever, has proven that. Dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die has proven <laughs> there are effective ways to die. It's a great theme song. Dumb ways to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's <clears throat> move on. Let's talk The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, Colin Farrell, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Andy Serkis. And the plot synopsis is Batman ventures into Gotham City's underworld when a sadistic killer leaves behind a trail of cryptic clues. As the evidence begins to leak closer to home and the scale of the perpetrator's plans become clear, he must forge new relationships, unmask the culprit, and bring justice to the abusive power and corruption that has long played the metropolis. What did you guys think of the Batman? That's a long plot description. Oh yeah, brother. Well, Zach was texting the group yesterday, saying he had these hot takes on the Batman. He's let's get, let's just dying to say these hot takes. Like, it's fine. Like, the Batman is fine. I don't understand the people that are gushing over it. That's the hot take that it's fine. Oh, Robert Pattinson's not a good Batman either. Okay, well... That's that's the hill I'm willing to die on today. He's not a good Batman. But Ben Affleck is, like, that... Ben Affleck is the best Batman, no, yes. This makes no Dude, that's sense. the dumbest thing I've heard. It's not. That's dumber than when you wanted to put Rawhead Rex over Alien. That's not dumb either. <laughs> what, what was the name of that movie? Rawhead Rex is better than Alien. Ben Affleck is better than Robert Pattinson. That's these are the no, two facts why, of the day. Why, why is Ben Affleck better than? Why is he the best Batman? Nobody shares that opinion. Uh, that's not true. Lots of people there's who go a, on except Reddit. for like. There's a okay, except for the people that play Justice. Except the for the people that play. Okay, <laughs> except for the people that play Justice League D and D. Who else thinks this? <laughs> R slash restore the Snyder burst. You'll see. Just go. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, allow me to clarify. Ben Affleck is a fantastic later in life Batman. I'm fine with that. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. To do this movie where you're looking at Batman like earlier in his life, I'm not saying Robert Pattinson is bad, but there's I think there are people that would have been better. Who? I don't know. Neil Patrick Harris? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a very interesting Batman. He just breaks out in number halfway through the movie. I think Neil Patrick Harris should have been the Riddler. That could have been fun. 
And this was more of like a Batman Forever type tone and Neil Patrick Harris as yeah. the Riddler. I think that would be good. It would have just been a repeat of the Jim Carrey scenario. Um, I think Robert Pattinson's a great Batman. He's got a great jaw for it. I know. Uh, yeah, the jaw the jaw isn't the only thing that makes the Batman. And the only thing I will say I, mean, I had a hard time with this Batman about was he just looked like a weenie. He, he was an like emo. Like he looked like he was like a fucking like Blackville Bride is the best band of all time. Fucking the the fact that like Matt Reeves has confirmed that he modeled uh, Batman after Kurt Cobain makes me hate him even more. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree that it's dumb, but I don't think that takes away anything from Robert Pattinson's portrayal as Batman. I like I like the story that the movie has. I'm just not crazy about Robert Pattinson as Batman. I don't know. I like, like about Robert though? Pattinson as Batman. I like Do I like I like looking at early in his life Batman, like just becoming Batman, no real gadgets, like I like that stuff. I just don't I don't see Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne or Batman in this movie. I mean, he's like a young kid. He's only been doing it for about a year, year like two years at this point. It's not like he's been like he's in a a thoroughly established pillar within the city other than like the 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 light is still fresh and people are afraid of Batman. Like that's all you get established in the beginning. It's just like it's it's just it's a weird thing to have a movie that's like so dark and moody and then like he's just constantly talking about hope. And it's like it just doesn't seem like that's you. Well, it changes. Does it feel like, genuine? It's like he's starting off the whole movie talking about vengeance, right? Like isn't that his whole thing? And then it becomes hope. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, know, he's, yeah, still, he's still figuring himself out. So, I mean, like, if you have a problem with him, maybe it's because there is a problem with him. I like the fact that he doesn't make a great Bruce Wayne because I don't think Bruce Wayne's very good in this movie. Like, any other portrayal of Batman that you see, Bruce Wayne has a master – he's mastered being Bruce Wayne and he's mastered being Batman. I like this take where he thinks that the only way to help Gotham is to be Batman. So he's essentially set Bruce Wayne aside. No, I definitely like Andy, like the scenes with Andy Serkis, like trying to force him into that Bruce Wayne role that we are like that we know and him being like, I don't want to do that. I like that stuff. I just. I don't know, maybe maybe I just need to see it again, but. (sighs) I also like. I, I don't know. I just like the look of I like the look of his Batman. Like I like the bat suit a lot. I like like the um, black I eyes. Like, like the yeah, black I love face that. Paint. Like, like more specifically, like I know that like all the other ones obviously had that, but I like that you get to see him. Well, one applying it, but then two like seeing him without the cowl, and then just seeing the black around the eyes. So I had a question. Um, does this forego like the traditional? Like Batman origin, like are we? Is it supposed to be that his father like died recently? His parents died recently. No, they died when he was a kid. No, I don't think so. Okay, for some reason I thought that like they had died recently, and that's when he decided to be Batman. No, he was orphan. He was like no. orphaned as like 
and it's like there was like a the I didn't know if they were playing off something different here, but like I don't know the original story of Batman other than like his parents got shot in an alleyway and like pearls yeah, when went everywhere. Kid. Yeah, but like in the beginning or the end, oh, spoiler fucking whatever. Um, Paul Dano was having that conversation when he was like Bruce Wayne was orphaned, and he was trying to compare himself to that orphan and. Right, because there's that line where he says you can't be an orphan from a penthouse. So I I thought he was saying that like they had I thought he was referencing that they had died recently, and that provoked this want to be Batman. Oh no, I think he was saying that he's not really an orphan because he lived grew up in a penthouse and Andy Circus took care of him. Alfred took care of him. Okay. Not compared to the Alf, not compared to the orphan that the Riddler was. Which I – right off the bat, I think Paul Dano is fantastic in this movie. Yeah, he is. Yep. The Riddler is so good. Just like I the love plan. The, I, like I the love plan. the look of the Riddler. Like the leather mask with like the holes in the mouth and stuff. I yeah. love that it looks like somebody made it in their house. I love this kind of like, – like the online community of like indoctrination and like – here are my terrorist attacks and I'm going to like put them on the internet and create this culture that thinks like the same as me. All that stuff really worked. What I thought was really cool actually is that it's just like a really minor thing, but it's like when he's got his followers, he's got like 200 followers. So it's not like, it's like a lot, right? You know, in a lot of movies you could try to overplay it where it's like, Oh my God, he's reached 20,000 people. It's like no, this guy's really just a fringe person on the internet with a couple hundred followers. But like that's like enough to do a people. lot of damage. But it's a lot. Yeah. It's enough to do a lot of damage. I thought that was like a nice little touch. I like that stuff, but I'm not crazy about the penguin stuff. I so I like I like one, Colin one, Farrell in the movie, but like that plot line, like that plot thread, just seems like it just seems like it was there. Like it wasn't developed enough. Uh, that that is my my big complaint with the movie i will say real quick with the riddler stuff maybe we can circle back to it but one of the things that i always that always seem to be an issue when these types of movies that involve riddles is that there's always characters that know the answers to riddles really quickly because otherwise like you would just have this really dull movie where people are trying to figure out what the riddle is that's a great movie right there. They're just trying to figure out the first riddle. <laughs> he's, already, he's already on two or three. Like, the riddle is just sitting there like, fuck, where are these guys? Like, I thought it was pretty simple. <laughs> to be guys, fair, Batman is they... the world's greatest detective, so he would find out the answer to the riddle pretty quickly. That's true. I'm always thinking of – I would be amazing to see one of the riddles is like – you guys know those equations that people share online? Like, what's the answer to 2 times 2 plus 6? And there's, like, <laughs> two schools of thought of what the right answer is. Just look in the comments. It's his French group a- being like, no, it's 6. What are you talking about? It's totally 8. Yeah, that would be amazing to see that where they're just debating on what the numerical solution to a problem – to a riddle is. My favorite would be, like, a PEMDOS, riddle. guys. It's like, PEMDOS. It's like those pictures <laughs> – it's like the pictures, and it's like uh, it's all like one word, but then there's one word that's in there that you're supposed to find, and it's like it's been said that only people with an IQ of 180 can find the word "the" in this. <laughs> or it's like a it's like one of those ones where like 
the word, or it's like um, the word is written weird, and it's something like only ten percent of the population can read this message backwards. <laughs> it's too bad they didn't have a riddle in there where the answer was helicopter. Is it helicopter? <laughs> But anyways, back to what Zach had started a thread line on. I definitely think a lot of the stuff involving Catwoman is my least favorite stuff, especially when you get towards like the end of the second act. And it feels like that whole thing around Bruce Wayne's parents and the whole thing with Carmine Falcone, that seems like it's its own – that feels like it's its own movie. And then they wrap that up, and it's like, oh, shit, yeah, we still got to deal with this Riddler stuff. I Yeah, I mean I like – I like introducing Catwoman early because Catwoman is a very big love interest for Batman. And so, like, I, I wish that they had introduced Carmine Falcone, introduced the Penguin, and then just left it alone. And they just deal with the Riddler. So that way it's there because Matt Reeves has a has a trilogy plan. Like, I wish they had left it alone to just deal with it in a future movie, but it can at least be established here. No. Or like, Honestly? Yeah, I'm... Because this is – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say I'm cool with it. Like, I will say that, like, I don't know why they necessarily needed to, like, involve – and they needed to bring into play the Penguin, why they needed to bring into play what I assume has to be the Joker. Um, well, for spinoff, they, for spinoffs, Chris. Well, no. You gotta, like, have that, I, you gotta have that Penguin TV show. I get it. Like, I having it established that he is in the universe, which is already a given anyways, given that it's Batman – but, like, showing them as a nod is one thing. Involving them so directly into a plot. Because once you involve the major character like that, I feel like it has to have some sort of payoff where it just doesn't. He's just well, a no, regular the payoff is No, the payoff is finding out who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah, but that could have just been anybody. I agree. I agree that's not a good payoff, but I'm saying there is yeah. there is one in there. Now yeah, I will say that I do like I do like the spin on the story where Bruce Wayne's father was sort of like a I would say he's morally ambiguous, but the fact that he goes to Falcone to help with these issues and that's like what ultimately gets him killed. Like I do like that a lot. Like that's an interesting take, a new take. It just I, it's just the only problem is that it just within a movie that's three hours that's the thing though, like this movie, after seeing it, doesn't need to be three hours. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any movie really needs to be three hours. The only saving grace is that, like, when you have a movie that that was that that's that long, like, and anytime you ask somebody if they say it's too long, it's because they had problems with other things. And anybody that says no, I think it kind of flew by, was just having a fun time with the story. I fall into that latter category. Where, yeah, it was long, but I was enjoying myself, so I'm willing to just shrug it off. I, I think if you can if you can cut like 10, 15 minutes of the Penguin and Carmine Falcone stuff, it's a much better movie. I wish that like the Riddler stuff was far more like I – I don't know. It seems like there's points in time where they forget about the Riddler so they can deal with the Penguin stuff. Now there is that. Now there is the payoff where, um, where he needs to bring. I do like the payoff where, 
essentially like Batman has to go into that side investigation to uncover all that because that's what leads to the like Riddler the like killing him. Um, well, I mean more like when uh, Batman like literally goes into the nightclub to arrest Falcone, brings him out, and then the Riddler's like there to kill him. Because oh, okay. like, that was the whole point of that. Because that was the whole point of that second clue, like bring him into the light, and he like literally brings him into a lamplight so that he can kill him. The thing and then is, you like, like pick up that thread again. So like, that's the like, payoff, but it just takes a while to do it. Carmine Falcone, like especially played by John Turturro, is such a great character. Like I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him go away like this quickly. I, I want him to have more like of a role, especially if you are continuing this version of Batman. Like I would like to see him again. It just kind of seems like the, at the end they're trying to take a transition to like a different form of villainry, and they try and like express that through that like different shots of all of Batman's villains that have been introduced up to that point. So like you have the organized crime type stuff, but now you have fucking like Riddler performing terrorist acts. And then you have like the, they don't see him, but you have the Joker inside his cell, which is pretty obvious that he's in there. And then you have like the penguin, like established villains. That's, that's the one thing that I will say going forward, especially since that deleted scene was released this week of the Joker. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch it? No. They they did such a I great job in this movie, making it feel like you know this is a superhero, which is crazy, like a, a crazy idea to conceptualize in a real world. But they do a good job of grounding this, where it's like, no, the Riddler isn't like a supervillain; he's a domestic terrorist, and like you know, they do a good job of making a superhero story in a in a conceivable real world and then bringing in like this idea of the joker i just don't think he fits in that world like yeah the deleted scene is interesting it's it plays a lot like the silence of the lambs where batman takes the case file of the riddler to joker and asks him his opinion on the riddler and like asks who he is and whatnot and so, like, the the Joker is very much – it definitely seems like they're going with the story where he, like, falls into a vat of acid type of thing because his face is very disfigured and scarred. Like, he's got patches of hair missing. Um, how like, how embellished is it? Like, how excessive is it? I just Googled it, and you can follow, like, five different articles to watch it or go on Twitter or something and watch it. He has but, ha, ha, ha tattooed on his face. Yeah, and he puts a smiley face here and – I fuck. I hate Jared Leto's Joker. I don't know if um, I like the the look of this Joker. I think I'm very it's really interested weird in, and like, different. Barry Keegan as the Joker, like that's an interesting casting choice. I am interested to see like an or not necessarily an origin of the Joker, but just like a young Joker as Batman's young. So like the Joker's still getting like crazy and Batman's still learning his things. Like I like all of that. Jo- uh, They're like growing up together. Robert Pattinson versus Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I hope they. Joaquin do Phoenix that. would be like an old man at that point. <laughs> Walker just like. <laughs> Get ready, Batman. Now, just to circle back to the point about Fal- Carmine Falcone being dispatched so quickly, it does seem necessary because you don't need Falcone and the Penguin. It seems very much like the Penguin's going to take over all that stuff. Uh. But the Penguin traditionally has, like, political motivations, like, yeah, to further ensue corruption. 
I mean, Falcone sort of had that. It looks like. But if you're if you're dispatching of like the head of the crime family in Gotham so quickly. Well, yeah. So Penguin can take over, and then that's the new crime head. Yeah, but like Penguin does it in a more public way. He Penguin isn't trying to become the leader of come become the ruler of Gotham through nefarious like like through. Um, hidden channels. He's trying to become it in like through elections and shit like that. Like he is a public figure for the public. Quotation. The thing, the thing is, is that the like public. getting rid of someone like Falcone, it really hurts your ability to bring in a character like Harvey Dent. Which, if this continues to go, I'm sure they will try to eventually. Maybe or they set up three villains and there's maybe a trilogy, man. They've set up Riddler, they've set up Penguin, and they've set up Joker. Right, but Penguin will have his own like HBO show. Is that is that happening? That's confirmed. Yeah. I don't think they've confirmed that Robert Pattinson will be in it, but. Or maybe he'll make like a guest appearance or something, but I'm sure it'll be some storyline that somehow involves the story. I did see that Matt Reeves um, hasn't he hasn't committed to the Joker for the second movie, but he was exploring like wanting to do Mister Freeze. See, yeah. that's my problem. Like, the Mr. Cool. Freeze work in this world. I'm sorry. I, I just I don't know. give us something know, interesting. Sure. Like, give us something different than the Joker or the. What I thought was cool is I didn't even know this was a thing, but I saw that Robert Pattinson wants to take on what is it, the Society of Owls or something like that? I can't remember the what the Owls. Court of Owls. Thank that you. That would be so good. That could work in this world. What's the Court of Owls? They're like a so they're connected to Ra's al Ghul. And they're like a society that live under Gotham. Oh. There's it's like there's a lot to explain when it comes to the Court of Owls, but like that's that's the gist of it. They're connected to Ra's al Ghul. They live under Gotham and they control a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're like these. That would be an interesting like, thing to do. They're like the Illuminati of Gotham. Yeah, basically yeah. that that is something you could do in this world because that would work well. Really, that it is, really it well. is incredibly grounded. Like they are just people. As soon as you bring in someone like Mr. Freeze, that's inherently cartoony. Like I don't know if there's a way to make that seem like it belongs here. Unless it's like a really ground like if it's grounded in a way, like I don't know, it could be kind of how, how cool, do you but... how do you ground someone who froze his eye his wife and is looking to resurrect her by like you'd probably change <laughs> You'd probably change some character elements, I would guess. Looking at this, like, there's very few Batman villains that I actually know. I think it would be awesome. I'm really mad that Colin Farrell doesn't have, like, the flipper hands as the Penguin. That makes me mad, but whatever. <laughs> Give me Killer Moth. There are some, yeah, there are some cool ones. Like, even interesting thing like Deathstroke would be kind of cool. Honestly, dude, like, if they wanted to continue this, like, one thing that they could do that I don't think has been done in a movie, if you want to continue this Zodiac-style, like, um, more of a detective story than a superhero story, do Calendar Man. Calendar Man would be sick. I don't even know yeah, who that Calendar is. Man looks cool. Calendar Man, he, he murders people on holidays. Oh, interesting. So, like, bring him in. Like, that would be cool. Or ooh, who's the pig? The guy who wears the pig mask? He's like a butcher. Yeah. Um. Another one. Another good one. There's a. There's a story arc 
in which that features like the Mad Hatter, where the Mad Hatter is looking for his Alice and he's kidnapping and like killing women. That would work in this. Yeah, I like I really want them to just stick with detectives, like Batman trying to solve like murders and crimes and stuff. I would love I that. I don't want to see like the Joker. I don't want to see Bane, like stuff like that. I'm just I, I don't care. It would be really cool to use the, the Joker as like that Hannibal Lecter type character where Batman's trying to go to the Joker to get information on people. Like that's how we interact with him. I just don't want to see the Joker as like the main villain causing carnage in Gotham. Like, yeah, we've seen it too many times. I say once you've once you introduce that, like there's going to be immediate comparisons to Heath Ledger's and the Dark Knight. And I think. I would prefer to just stay away from that. I don't really need Twitter polls of people saying well, who's the best Joker and people are immediately going to say is this as good as Jared Leto? Like come on, it's not fair. <laughs> not even that. It's just the Joker's been done like too recently. I mean, it makes sense. Like he's like he's iconic, but like I don't want to see it anymore. I do. This does this does have me interested in wanting to read more Batman comics of like the detective Batman. Read um read Hush, or read like the Long Halloween. I've heard the Long Halloween's good. Um, I've heard Batman Year One's good. Year One's good. I mean, you could always read the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I would like. These are all graphic novels. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would I would love to read. Something like that. Um, but uh, honestly, I know that he was in the Nolan trilogy, but like, someone like Scarecrow could work really well in this world. Yeah, they could work. I just don't know if I want to see Scarecrow or even like Raza Ghoul. Like, it'd be it'd be really cool to do characters that we haven't seen before. I think the Court of Owls would be so fun. Yeah, but then you have to like. Uh, like Court of Owls is interesting enough because it's not just like one person it's an organization I just like I just really like this idea of like the detective Batman like doing things like using these sophisticated technologies to like you know the contact is that stuff like I really like that idea well, then I guess you just have to think, like, who is more interesting for a Detective Batman to go up against? I think because, it has to be someone that's, like, a lower level, like, someone like, you know, Scarecrow. Someone like the Calendar. I mean, like, someone I do that's, like someone the, that's grounded. Like, that's not – that doesn't really rely do, on the fantastical element that comic books provide. Because, I mean, like, we already had we, – we already had – you know, the Batman that knows Kung Fu. You're right. We've had that take. It could be cool to see something that's not so much like hand-to-hand combat focused. Yeah, Batman just shooting people. Batman shooting people. <laughs> or just like – like you literally need like a detective that has to go off the books to catch somebody who like works outside the law because working within the little systems like, you know, it's too corrupt or takes too much time, whatever. That's a big component of like the long Halloween, which is Harvey Dent slowly coming to the realization that he will never be able to achieve what he wants to working within the system. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I mean, like like some of the things that I thought were really cool in this story is like 
you know, Gordon bringing Batman to these scenes and like everybody visibly hating him. But then like this realization that they sort of need him. I like Gordon in this movie a lot. I like Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Yeah, I do too. Um, I was a big fan uh, of Alfred. I love the score. Like I love the Batman theme in this. I don't want to remember it to be honest. Uh, if you, it's they played a lot in the movie. Like there's not a lot of variation of the score. Like they they go to that a lot. Did it get old? I don't think so. I mean, I really like it, so I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. They do use that Nirvana song quite a bit. Oh, like in the intro and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, the yeah, feel. Yeah. I like the feel of this Gotham too. Like the like. I, I will say, if I had to watch it rain one more time in this movie for dramatic effect, I was gonna get a little upset. I did say to Rachel, I didn't realize Gotham was in uh, was in Washington State. It's raining a <laughs> lot. Well, it's funny because I was I was looking at the other day about like in the DC universe where cities are stationed. Fucking uh, fucking Gotham is in Jersey. Yeah, that makes. I figured it was out of like Jersey or New York, something like that. Gotham's in Jersey. Metropolis is in like Delaware or Rhode Island or something like that. And then wherever the Flash is is in like Missouri. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. They like they moved everything around to different states, but it was weird. Uh, but it made uh, no sense why it was raining so much to me at all. Yeah, a lot of rain. All right, I gotta go pee. Yeah, I um, but I was a huge fan of the Riddler in this. Huge fan. It does like in terms of like performance, it does seem like Paul Dano is just kind of doing like the Paul Dano crazy thing. Sure. Like similar, I I guess like a big comparison for me in this movie. People say Zodiac a lot, but like in terms of the Paul Dano stuff. I would say it's it's closer in line to like Prisoners. This movie I felt mean, a lot like like Prisoners. It feels a lot like Seven. A lot like Seven. I can see that. Huge Seven influence. The Zodiac. I mean, this costume of the Zodiac is inspired by the police sketch of the Zodiac killer. I'm not crazy about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman either. I'll say that. Uh, I mean, I think she's, I think she's fine. I'm interested no to see Anne Hathaway. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see if they bring her back. I'm sure they will. Mm, probably. Uh, I love the chase sequence on the highway. Of Batman pursuing the penguin. I really like that chase sequence a lot. Uh, I love the look at the Batmobile in this too. Yeah. Like I think that looks really cool. Except there's there's cool like there's things about the movie that I like a lot, but like as a whole, I th- I think honestly this movie is being praised like so much. Because it's following Zack Snyder and people hated that. And so this is just so drastically different. 
that they're like, oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think the t- I, th- I just think the tone of it and the uniqueness of it helps a lot too. I don't think it's unique, no, no, because like, oh, we're gonna do a Batman story, but it's gonna be dark, and it's like, okay, like everyone else has done that too. It's not unique. I think it's unique in the way they portray Batman and look at Batman. It's it's an underrepresented portion of his life. Like the early stages of Batman, but I just think there's a lot that comes together because um, I think there's just a lot of factors that all sort of culminate into it. Like if you look at earlier portrayals of Batman, it is very cartoony. There's if a... you've got the Joel Schumacher Batmans, um, even like I mean even like the Tim Burton Batmans had like an air of cartooniness to them. There's one thing that i think would be like amazing that robert pattinson would be like great as and there's a there was a comic that came out last year it's called batman the imposter and it's basically like it's like the first year or like within the first couple years that he decides to be batman and there's a someone dressing up like batman going around killing people so people think batman's a murderer Mm. and so he has to solve like who it is and there's a therapist that he like sees consistently who knows the identity and she's like if you if you don't continue to come to me and work through your problems that you have i will reveal to the police who you are and you will be arrested and so like he has like these meetings like with this therapist and he's also trying to figure out who this imposter is that's murdering people that he's being framed for so that that could be interesting yeah, I think there's a lot of ways, a lot of different ways to take this, which um, which I like. I'm excited for. It. I'd be curious to see if the three-hour runtime was more just used in this one to establish stuff, and in the next ones you'll get, you know, not necessarily as long. I want it to be like longer. I thought that that made it a lot more interesting. I don't want it to be three hours, but two and a half. I, I think two and a half heartbeat. seems two and a half seems reasonable. But I. Mean, I at this point, though, like, how far away are we from, like, they've got five hours ready to go, and we just release it on the platform like HBO Max? A five-hour cut? Not of this movie, but I'm saying going forward. Like, if you're if you're going to Matt Reeves and you're like, hey, instead of making a – instead of doing all this and cutting it to three hours, why don't you just come up with six hours worth of stuff, and we'll just put it on and sell it to HBO? As a miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I'd watch a Batman miniseries. I feel like you can gain more money from going to the box office than you can from HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, some of these guys definitely want the big screen representation. Yeah, but fuck those guys. I don't care. I care. That's why you're you're not in the boardroom, Zach. If you're you're trying to make, like, the best thing, like, possible, it needs time. If you're trying to do this thing with so many moving pieces and characters, you need time. And you're just not, not going to get that if you're like, well, we need to show it in theaters. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, that's not that's not where we are. Like, be a better writer. In terms of Make it work. Media. Make it work in three hours. Why? You can be lazy and come up with six hours and people will still eat it up. Yeah, it's I not guess. About people but... eating it up. It's about like, because like, even if you look at the pure profit you can make, like how much do you honestly think HBO Max would pay for something like that? I think that would can you think... make more in the theaters. I think, though, that we will get to a point where they're not going to – like, 
this movie made so much money because it's a big movie. Yes, like, and so the sequel will also be a big movie. Maybe not if we're like okay, so this we're three years easily away from another Batman movie with yeah. this cast, this team. Who knows what the state of like theaters will be like in three years? And maybe they'll have something like because they'll they'll they maybe they'll like film for it all, but like make game time decision about what they're gonna do because like they didn't had no problem pushing this one back because of COVID. I mean, but to be fair, they I'm had still to. watching this fish thing. They still have this fish video going on, and he's in a battle right now. Like <laughs> they they had to wait for it to be in theaters because they had to make that money. Like they could, they were in a position where they could just release it. They had to make a lot of money. I just don't know if I want to watch Batman at home. I do. I'm saying right now that I'm way more inclined to watch a six-episode miniseries than I would be to, like, go to a theater to watch a three-hour movie. I would be more interested – if I had to watch a Batman at home, I would be more interested watching this Batman at home compared to any other. There's nothing about this movie that is big – like, that that was – it's literally the point is that it's not big in scale. So, like, the, the argument that I have to see this in a theater I think is bullshit. I don't buy it. I just want that big sound. I want to see the Batmobile big. Not, that Batmobile the, was badass. Yeah, right? Maybe I seen a bigger TV. That Do that. Like, I'll be interested. Like, the Moon Knight TV show is probably, like, the first Marvel show that I'm interested in because I think Moon Knight is an interesting character. So I'd be interested to see how that plays. And if they could do something similar with Batman, I think we, we're in a much different ballgame here. Yeah, but you're comparing two different scale of superheroes. Batman's a household name. Right. But in terms of like scale of the story, they are pretty damn close. But you're you're only focusing on story. You're not focusing on like That that how... seems to be all Matt Reeves was focusing on. He's not focusing about the scale of the character. And is he the only one that matters in this process? He's the one making the movie. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's the final decision maker. He only signed on if he had creative control. Yeah, creative control for for like the movie. Yes, that's what we're talking about. The movie, the movie. I am at a point where I don't even know what you're arguing. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that it wouldn't make a good TV show. I'm just saying I don't feel as if it realistically can go to a TV show. Like, it would oh, it go could. to a TV show. Oh, it easily could, could be a TV could, show. Could was not the right word, but, like, would go to a TV show. That's a different story. But, like, I, I think as time goes on, this is what you're going to see. And to be honest, I prefer it. Ugh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Moon Knight is, like, a character we've never seen before, so it makes sense to go to a streaming service. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that Marvel should have made a $200 million Moon Knight movie because it probably wouldn't do very well. Look That's at what, Exhibit A, The Eternals. But like, yeah, yeah, that probably that could have gone easily to to but streaming. If, sure. If we if we look at like if we take the scope of the character out of it and how big they are and how recognizable they are, and we just talk about what you could achieve in six hours versus what you can achieve in three hours. I think I'm pretty much always going to take the six-hour version of that. Yeah, I don't know if longer means better, though. I think it means, like, 
more fleshed out, which I'm always a fan of. Yeah, but, then but like you sometimes fleshing shit out isn't. Yeah, you also get to a point where it's like, oh, now I need six hours, so I'm gonna add this shit to make it that. But like, why not? Like, we have infinite time spans of like, you can just okay, if this is something that I'm interested in, then I'm gonna watch it. And if you're not interested in it, you don't have to watch it. I mean, like, I just like condensed. I don't know. There's two different. I guess there's just two different sides. Like, I like the condensed storytelling of a movie. I think if they make it for less money and put it on HBO Max, they will. Matt Reeves will be able to do far more creative things because it won't be in a point where we spent two hundred million dollars for this. We need to make our money back. Yeah, but I also don't know if I want to see just things like labor, like belabored and like meandering around and it's like okay here's this filler episode but then oh next week we're gonna get the big stuff i mean you make it seem like on the lower cost things they don't really want to get their money back no i'm not saying that they don't i'm saying that if something costs less you have to make less on it so you can take more chances we'll get get to it like i watched spider-man far from home so like there's very big problems with that movie that come that are derived from the fact that they had to make X amount of money back on it. Well, yeah, you have to make it way more vanilla for sure, especially something like – well, that's the problem with Marvel is you've got these characters that are so beloved that have been around for so long, and they've brought in so many people. You have to water it down to please everybody. If you don't think that exists with Batman, I think you're delusional. I would say they take more artistic liberties with like the the especially when it comes to like what the Riddler looks like and okay but that but that's the only liberty though like like I was saying I think you went to the bathroom like saying that this like this is like so original and creative it's not a dark Batman story is not creative and original there's hundreds of them yeah but I think like a movie that shows like the violence that you see in the Batman you're not going to see in Marvel. Well, that's that's the difference between isn't the Batman R-rated? No, PG-13. That was PG-13. There's no blood. Yeah, in, I guess. There's some blood, but they like, I think they took the PG-13 to its extreme. Yeah. But like, yeah, you're like you're not gonna see that in a in a Marvel movie. I also, but I think if this movie is successful, it gets a sequel. It's going to have to become more vanilla because if they pay more money for it, it's going to have to bring in that return. Uh, I don't know. I think you still have to stick to the tone that you've established. Marvel it's, it's, established it's itself ha- on a goofy tone, on it's a cartoon. It's going to have tone. to appeal to more people if they're willing to shell out more money to make it. Honestly, I know if they have to shell out more money. You could shell out the same money, and it's that popular, so you're going to bring in more money. I, I just think I would rather see this kind of material in like a but the thing series. about the thing about like the Marvel films too is like it's so it's so CG heavy that like it costs a fuck ton of money. Therefore, you have to bring in a fuck ton of money. Right. That's why I compared it to like the Marvel shows, which are a lot more grounded. Okay. Sure. But yeah, I, did, I mean, I don't disagree with you for Far From Home that, like, they were trying to please so many people with that. Then in the end, it's like, 
Yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. Batman made over six hundred million. Again, far from home made over a billion. Yeah, that's I feel like you it's a completely different ball game though. I don't think so. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, Marvel's like by today it's the standard. See, I think you the thing diff- like, by I think the difference movies, is but. Batman making six hundred million is like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. But it's like if Far From Home makes less than a billion, that's a disappointment. Right, but I, don't I, anybody I would expect Warner Brothers to, for, to make more than $600 million. Was anybody expecting the Batman to make a billion dollars? I wasn't. I mean, maybe you weren't, but I'm sure Warner Brothers executives were like, we're shooting for like eight. Okay, maybe. It was a $600 million about like a week ago, though, so I don't know what it is now. What was the budget on... Let's see if there's a budget for the Dude, Batman. For the amount of like reshoots and like delays, it has to be over 200. Let's see if I can see a budget anywhere. Do they put a budget on IMDb? Yes. 200 million. So, to date, it's made 600 million. Uh, I don't see a budget. I see the box office. I don't see a budget. Do I need IMD Pro uh, for that? The budget is between 185 and 200. Yeah, okay. They made their money then. Yeah, they definitely tripled their money. Well, no, because because the the budget the budget that you find online typically is like what it act physically costs to make the movie. It does not include marketing. So if they spent another like a hundred hundred and fifty million dollars on marketing, this is now an almost four hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, but then they they still like and then they only made six hundred million on it. Oh, they only made two hundred million dollars. I'm not saying feel bad for Warner Brothers. What I'm saying is like (laughs) that that barely funds the next one. And if they're looking at it in terms of like law of diminishing returns, if this is the most successful. A sequel at this point for Batman is risky. I would say it's risky. It's 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 it all depends on how much they put into it. If they make a movie mini series, as you you so wholeheartedly have argued for, give Matt Reeves a hundred million dollars in complete creative control to create six hours for a mini series on HBO Max, and I bet it's better than this. I don't know, maybe. It wouldn't be as enjoyable. Why? Because I don't want to watch six hours of this shit. I want to watch a I want to watch a two and a half hour movie where I can get in, enjoy my story, and get out. I don't. I mean, like I like some miniseries, but I definitely I don't know if I'd like this as a miniseries because I'm waiting week to week to watch something. Then it's gonna there's gonna end on cliffhangers. Then you start the next one with a recap. Then you kind of go into it, build up. I just I don't like that. Sometimes it works. I don't know if I'd like that. There's no denying, though, that, like, these characters are built for that kind of medium. Yeah, you can do more, but sometimes more isn't always better. Like I said, you get to a point where it's like maybe you've got four hours of material, but you need six. So then you're doing two hours of filler. I don't think there's that much filler in six-hour miniseries. I think there is. This I mean, was three should... hours, and this let's this, this, this was three hours, so, and it felt long. 
Yeah, but you're saying, but as we talked about, there's things in here that that could have been fleshed out more. And you think you could have fleshed out another three and a half hours worth of material, like good material? I absolutely do. This is what I don't understand. Like, okay, if you're saying that, like, oh, the Riddler was so cool, like, you wouldn't want to see more of that? No, because I think seeing what little I see of him is what makes it so effective. Yes. I don't think that's what makes it effective. I think so. I think like. I think how real it feels, like, is what makes it effective. Well, I mean, it is real, and you, but you only really get that sense until the very end when you start to see that he's com- com- meeting a community online for it. When I see that, like, the Riddler is basically, like, a QAnon subreddit, like, for me, that's what makes it be like, oh, shit, yeah, like, that does exist in the world, like, right now. But that doesn't happen until, like, two hours into the movie. Right. It wouldn't happen until four hours into the miniseries. So for four hours, you would have to find something to flesh out without the good piece of the Riddler actually being fleshed out. No, because then you would have two hours left to explore it. But then there's like – but then you just get so much where it's like, oh, then we see the origin of that. Do we get to see if the Riddler chose GoDaddy.com to make his website <laughs> or if he used you know, this other thing? I think that if you make a three-hour movie and you don't think there's things left to explore, that you've probably made a bad movie. Well, that's why there's a schedule for – that's why he's trying to make it do a trilogy, so there's two other movies. That won't explore these. That will explore other no. things. Correct. Let's put this way. What about this movie are you, like, yearning more for? Nothing. But, like – So why would you want more? I'm saying there are things in here that aren't fleshed out to my liking in three hours. So what would you like to see fleshed out? If you're going to introduce someone like the Penguin and Carmine Falcone and have a complete arc there, there's not enough time in a three-hour movie to do that, plus add on the Riddler stuff. So you're trying to add multiple arcs into one miniseries, which is eventually – No, I'm not trying to. Matt Reeves tried to, and it didn't work. No, under you – that's what I'm saying. Under your scenario, under your scenario, you want to create the six-hour miniseries so that you can flesh out Falcone and you can flesh out the Penguin a little more while at the same time maintaining the Riddler – as this big bad evil guy right I, I think it would make if you spent more time with the penguin and carmine falcone it would make that subplot feel more consequential than it ends up feeling i don't think i don't think you can do it as a subplot effectively why so it, it does not work for you in this movie they did not do it effectively in this movie I think that when you introduce it within the context of the Riddler's plot, yes, it's used I don't see how it wouldn't still be a part of the Riddler's plot. You're just it's, getting more of it. The movie is the same. Everything happens the same. There's just yes. more. See, but why, well, what about more? Like, well, why do you need more? Why do you feel like you're not getting enough? Because I don't feel like it all comes together very well. Because I don't think there's enough time to spend with it. Okay. I think it comes together fine. I'm not but saying, enough I for a, three hours. I don't. I'm not. I don't have a problem with like the way it comes together. It just didn't feel like that impactful for me because we don't spend much time with it. But you think there's enough for three hours worth of content to flesh that out? Yes. Like. I don't you yeah, think so? Yeah. No. There's, there's, a, there's a hundred years of like Batman history that you could pull from. Yeah, but like. When you're trying to flesh out something within somebody else's plan, you can't make that part just as long as the original plan. Because then you're devaluing the big plot in the first place. Uh, but also, like, we're literally just talking about how you would flesh out the villains. Like, 
make Zoe Kravitz more of a character. Make the Batman more a character. Like there's you're instead of just flushing out one thing for three hours, flush out six different things for thirty minutes, and there's your three hours. What six different things are there to flesh out in this? Robert Pattinson, his relationship with Alfred, Zoe Kravitz, flesh out the Penguin and Falcone, see a little bit more about Thomas Wayne and who he was, the Riddler. Like, there's so many things. Like, this idea that it's preposterous that you could possibly think of three more hours of things to put into this. I don't know if but and have it be and have it maintained to flesh things out. Like, I feel like what you get enough is fine. I'm not. I'm not even arguing that you don't get enough. What I'm saying is that I think it would be better. I don't think I don't it would be know. better because would be on the a same. certain point we have too I think much. I would be I think I would be liking both the same. So at this point I'd rather just hit the 3-hour movie and move on. That's fair. I'm not trying to convince you that you need to like a 6-hour version of this. I'm just telling you what I would want. Well, I'm don't. Just, I'm, just <laughs> I'm not telling you you can't like the movie or that you can't like the way it's presented now. I'm telling you what I want. Well, don't. It just makes no sense. Like, if it, it feels like it would make it way too long, way too invested, and way too convoluted. That's where I disagree. I think both would be fine. We just get the three-hour ver- movie version, and I'm happy with it. Chris, you giving this a 12, 12 out of 5? No, I'm not. Um, I haven't even thought about my rating, to be honest. No. Uh, Anything else you'd like to say? Zach, I was mentioning to Chris that I really liked the score. What did you think of the Batman theme? I don't remember it. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> Must sure. not be very good. <laughs> it must not be then. Uh, it's a three and a half for me. Woo! Uh, I'm going to go with four and a half. I'm going to give it a five. Love the Batman. I can't wait for this to come out in 4K. I'm going to watch this sucker. I'm going to watch it twice so that I get hours. I'm going to watch it again just for that Batmobile. That Batmobile was Bat- fucking great. I love the highway chase scene. Yeah, I did too. I also don't know if this is like a like a victim to the hype scenario, where if I see, because like you know I see this three at, three weeks after everyone else has, and I see people talking about how amazing it is, and then I think it's going to be this mind blowing thing, and it's like, eh, it's a pretty standard Batman story, yeah, nothing that mind blowing well, in it. Why do you you okay okay this is something <laughs> that you always do to yourself. You wait for months to see these things, and then you're always like, yeah, the hype online was crazy. It fucking sucked. Like, why don't you get in there first weekend or second weekend, see it, and then you're not influenced by the internet hype. Or ignore the internet hype just you like do you ignore the trailer. You do this every single big release. You wait like three months later, and you're like, yeah, I don't see the big fucking deal. I don't. I don't see the big deal. And I don't think I would if I saw it three months earlier. I don't know. We can't know because you never do that with a movie. You don't give yourself the opportunity to form your own opinion separate from everybody else's. No, see, that's the thing, though. It's like I am so far past caring about seeing a brand new movie the day it's released. I don't give a fuck. Well, it's not about seeing it well, the day you... it's released. Like, it just ignore what everybody else is saying for three months <laughs> and then see it. Like, it's impossible to not. 
like be inundated with this shit dude you know how many fucking far from home shit i still continue to see and people talking about it a lot i still see a lot that's what i'm saying like, if i saw that movie now i'd probably fucking hate it just as much how much i've seen like seeing it the first week it, but the first weekend i saw it i was like yeah okay that was fun and life goes on if i saw it if i saw it now based on all the shit i'd saw i would definitely be pissed Especially when you get the internet weenies that are crying that Tom Holland wasn't nominated for Best Actor and the movie wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Well, I think those people are dumb, but like, those, right? But those that are, shit. That's but the that version weighs on Twitter you. coming out. Yeah, but that weighs on you for sure. It's hard I can not say to weigh on you. Knowing that Tom Holland didn't get nominated for an Oscar watching this movie or watching that movie did not affect my overall enjoyment of the movie. <laughs> You do you think the the fan base, like the annoying fan bases that go along with movies, affect your enjoyment of movies? I, no, this is this is my problem, honestly, with Marvel movies, opinion. is that I think I don't necessarily hate like these movies. I hate the fans of these movies. I mean, I don't disagree, which is why I need. Where did he go? I don't know. He fucking left. He's out of here. Okay. Hold up. Okay. Damn it, I did it again. I quit out of Skype when I meant to quit out of the internet browser. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but no, like, talk, like, internet fandom absolutely influences things that I, when I watch something. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because, like, it gives me a, some sort of, like, it gives me a reference point for like us like there's some things i can shake off but what i can't this is my own personal bias and james gunn i'm so sorry to you i'm sure you're a really nice guy but i hate you and your fans and i fucking hated suicide squad because of it <laughs> i like suicide squad uh, i didn't like suicide squad i can't the second stand one for sure james gunn heads i cannot stand james gunn fans on twitter i just can't take it I mean, I still haven't and, seen either of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I like the first one. I like the first one, but then the second one, I was like, James Gunn, you and your fans are coming through on this one, and I really don't like it. I guess this is the thing for me. Like, when it comes to superheroes, like, I I like reading that stuff. I have yet to, like, be, like, crazy passionate about a superhero, like, movie. <laughs> Where I'm like, no, like, fuck you. This is the best movie to ever come out. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it just translate better, like, in that medium for me. Where like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost like fine with like the cheesy optimism and like good will always prevail in that format. But for some reason, seeing it in a movie, for me, it's always like, it was, eh, it's mid, it's all right. Yeah, it's hard to separate because when I saw The Dark Knight, I was a teen, so like. I would think that that was like the most amazing thing to ever come out. As an adult, I yeah, I don't know if I felt that about a superhero movie. I don't I mean, get as excited for them anymore. I mean, there's definitely is like being 12 years old and watching The Dark Knight and thinking it's the best thing ever. But I definitely haven't felt that way about a superhero movie since. I mean, I was very excited for the Batman. I won't lie, like I was I was very excited to see this movie and i wasn't disappointed so i guess i won on this one i mean i'll um, always be excited for a batman movie like i love batman 
and like I don't want to sound like I wasn't excited to see this movie because I was. I just, you know, it was fine. Yeah, you needed the internet to take to kill it for you, and then you can go <laughs> see it and be a hater. Yes. Oh my gosh. Your love of I hating will... things far surpassed your love of Batman. I like the world. That's what I will say. Yeah, me too. I was I, I'm, ex- I love I'm excited. I'm excited for the possibilities of what this could be. That's enough for me. Like at the end of the day, that's enough. I think Batman is the only one I care about. Like I, in, in some Spider-Man to a degree, though now I don't really care about Spider-Man anymore, especially after Far From Home. Oh, but I can I, say that I am far more interested in Spider-Man now than I ever have been. Really? Why? So Spider-Man's Even like my. Movies? So my my Spider-Man's like my favorite superhero, right? Like I grew up. I watched the Spider-Man VHS tape over and over and over again. I love Spider-Man. What I hated about Tom Holland's Spider-Man is his connection to the MCU. And now that that's gone, I've never been more excited for a Spider-Man movie. It's gone? In what way? No one knows who Peter Parker is. If you think for a second oh, that he's now separated from the MCU... Chris, have you seen Far From Home? I, I know how it ends. There's literally yeah. no way to connect him anymore. No one knows who Peter Parker is. Well, I yes. think they'll figure out some way to bring it back. If they can figure out a way to go back in time. Okay, so I, I, will remain, I will remain optimistic. Where it stands right now, I have never been more excited because I like the idea of him going to college and having to fight bad guys in New York. I mean, well, there's the, multi, the multiverse is the biggest can of worms we're like you can literally undo anything you want willy-nilly and just so, say the multiverse this will be interesting because the doctor strange movie was supposed to come out before spider-man so i'm interested to see how the doctor strange movie will change things and i'm open to the idea that if it changes things where people remember who peter parker was then yeah i'll go back to being like no fuck spider-man like i'm not i don't care <laughs> but like right now I'm excited. I don't know if Doctor Strange will bring it all back, but I think at some point down the line they're going to figure out something. Dude, they're introducing the new big bad in um in Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man movie. Is it Galactus? The new... Have they confirmed? It's not Galactus. It's Who's Kang Galactus? the Conqueror. Oh fuck. King he's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's played by uh Jonathan John something, is that his name? The guy from um, uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Right, John yeah. Cena? <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. in the whole thing. You just couldn't the see The Last him. Black Man in San Francisco, John Cena. Uh, oh, is Kane the Conqueror like a big bad? He's like a Thanos equivalent? He's like, like – they introduced the multiverse because he is in existence in every single multiverse, but not every single version of him is bad. Like he was, there was a version of him in that Loki show. Um, and, but there is a version of him that goes from like timeline to timeline. Dude, like, I'm not going to lie. I hate the fucking multiverse. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It makes sense for where they're trying to take it. I just, I, I want so them I to guess... stop using it as a crutch. I guess There's, like John Watts is the biggest fucking crutch. Yeah. I guess John Watts's original plan was to do Craven the Hunter for the third movie. But then because Into the Spider-Verse got so big, Sony was like, yeah, how about nah? 
and we just do this <laughs> instead. Like it's Craven such a what? like it just sucks. It just hunter? sucks. It sucks that there's no more rules anymore. That's what sucks. Is that you can do anything you want. Like if you make like let's say you do a movie and it flops. Okay, the next one you just course correct with the multiverse. Like, oh, actually, that was just a multiverse variant. Here's what we really wanted. Oh, that one sucks too? Oh, okay, that was just a multiverse variant. Here's what we really meant. Oh, that one was good? Okay, cool. That's the storyline. Well, I, I want... I the biggest cameo, I guess, that worked for me from In No Way Home was Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Yeah. And nobody gave a fuck about it. <laughs> I gave a fuck about it. I remember when it came on screen, like, Alyssa was sitting next to me. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. She's like, I don't know who that is. Stop hitting me. I was like, in a, a, a potential movie where, like, Spider-Man and Daredevil, like, get to come together, that would be sick. Aren't they recasting Daredevil, though, for a new movie? No, they've said that if Daredevil is going to be portrayed, it will be by Charlie Cox. Oh, that's okay. Because, like, I'm, I'm really curious uh, how – they're going to go forward with, like, the expansion of the universe, considering there has been multiple TV shows and how they would coincide with the movies, and if they're just going to seamlessly introduce people, even uh, though they're yep, different Young mediums. Avengers seems to be the plan. What's Young Avengers? So you're going to have, like, Kate Bishop as Hawkeye is a Young Avenger. Uh, as of right now, like, like oh. Falcon as the, new, as the new... Kate Bishop? Yeah. Who's that? She's a female Hawkeye. She's young. Uh, played oh, okay. by Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Is that in Black Widow or something? No, it's in the Hawkeye show. Oh, I see. I didn't watch that. And then there's um, um too what's much. her name? Like Falcon, Black, Falcon taking Black over Widows. as Captain America. About All this stuff up? is pointing towards Young Avengers. I feel like this killed cinema. No. Yes. I mean, you're I arguing for miniseries killed, from what it was killed, a movie. It killed the cinema that I, like, wanted to be a part of. That is a different story. But, like, literally No Way Home saved theaters. Like, yeah. it is the yeah, only okay, reason they did. exist. Okay, I will – yeah, okay. I will clarify by saying the cinema that I always wanted to be a part of is now dead to me, and I don't know how to feel about it. I wouldn't say that. All I'm saying is that Marvel has to come to an end eventually, right? I just like I read. I don't think it ever will. It has to. Like, even if it takes 20 years, like it but has it, to come to well, an end eventually, I, right? I mean, maybe. We've been going for 14 no, years strong. This is the thing, though. Like, if these are the only movies that people continue to support, it will never end. Yeah, and th- I think that's ultimately where the issue is. We're like – Sorry, creative writer that wanted to do your own original stuff. Like you're gonna write a you're gonna write a Falcon movie now, and you're gonna have to take it or leave it. Well, I, I think you're... I think also the big problem is, uh, like glorifying cinema in this way. Like no 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 no. Like sorry, young up and comer, take the take the Netflix deal to make your movie. Stop fucking glorifying this idea that your movie needs to be seen in theaters. It doesn't. The vast majority of people aren't going to see it that way. So stop thinking that that's how your movie has to be seen. But it's just a like big, tradition. A it's big problem is like the mindset of these people. 
But the movie theater is like it's an experience, like it's different, you know. But like it's seeing not it in your every home. Every movie needs. No, no, it's not the one that every movie needs. But having movie theaters as a mode to take in film is important because it is significantly better than what you can get at home. Like from a technical point of view, it is significantly better than what you can get at home. I'm not disagreeing, but I'm saying like of all the interviews that I see of people that are like. No, this is a movie that needed to be seen in theaters. And then I see it, and it's like, no, it didn't. <laughs> I think it's more that, like, we've gotten to a point where things are being relegated to, like, okay, that's a theater movie. That's a streaming movie. That, And then you get, okay, that's a streaming movie. But what tier streaming is it? Are you Netflix? Are you Hulu? Are you Paramount Plus? Are you Disney Plus? Then it's like, okay, now you're neither of them. Okay, now are you on YouTube? Are you on fucking independent shit? Like, I think that's the problem. Whereas before, everything was the same blank slate. A Batman movie was on par with Mamma Mia. You know what I mean? Like, everything was theater. Yeah, but at the same point, though, like, if if you're going to save a theater for an event type movie it should be something that you would benefit from seeing in that format like the batman like far from like no way home something like that Christopher the, Nolan. The, the young indie guy that's like no my million dollar horror movie has to be seen in theaters like to that person i would say fuck you like no, no it, it should be it should be seen in theaters no it shouldn't because that's, that's what ridiculous. it was you get the devolvement right you started with the mona lisa now we're at nfts okay that's that's the the, the de-evolution. Oh, that's people de-evolution? make way more people make way more money off NFTs than anyone's ever made off the Mona Lisa. It was the stupidest fucking thing. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that I disagree with you, but like the people that sit around and cry about it all day, like it's not making it any different. So you can either accept the cards that are being dealt, or you can just move on. I think it more just sucks that, like, you're now – like, I wouldn't say it's quote-unquote, like, art anymore, right? Like, okay, like, whatever that means. But, like, it, it's, it's not the same ball field anymore. But I, I think, like, as someone who wanted to, like, make – write scripts and sell them, yeah, I think you probably should start looking at your options with, like, a Netflix or, like, a Hulu. And I just – I don't think people should look at that as lesser. I think that is the problem. Is that people look at a Netflix movie as lesser than a movie that's shown in theaters. And I don't think that's true anymore. No. I mean, it certainly seems to think like if you don't think your movie's worth a billion dollars, which is in a way them judging how good it is, then yeah, it goes to Netflix. I know when you had Netflix, like. The the number of movies that make a billion dollars are so few and far between. You didn't have the, the representation on Netflix movies that. You, in the past that you do now like now you have directors just martin scorsese or you have actors and actresses such as like sandra bullock and bird box and i guess like now that. it just i guess now it just sucks because if you want the clock back like 20 years maybe even like 10 years right you had theaters so everybody was going to that theater so you had a cultural thing of people like being connected to this one thing that everybody's talking about now right, it's but like what you're what you're advocating for is movie making to be more monopolized than it is today because it's far more democratized right now than it ever has been no i'm talking more about like you have like this 
thing where like everybody like comes together like so you see like one thing right and then everybody talks about that and then you know the next thing comes out now it's like oh hey did you see that movie oh no no i've been watching this thing on hulu did you see that oh no i didn't watch that I'm, i've been watching this thing on hbo did you see that thing oh no i've been watching this thing on netflix so now it's everybody's just living their own world apart from everybody consuming their own media so like yeah it's cool you have all these options but then it's like so much content but there's so much I content. I don't see how that's worse. Your world think, sounds worse to me than that. I think it's worse than that. Now it's like you don't even need any – like you don't need other people to converse about things. About other, You can't converse about things with other people. No, you find people like, community, that like is that the what you're saying? that you do. Imagine 20 years ago you there's a movie that comes out that you don't like. And like now everyone's always – now, or you don't have any interest in seeing and now you're left out of the discussion because what everyone's talking about doesn't interest you. Yeah, but you'd still probably see it anyways. Why? Why should you if it's not doesn't interest you? Why should you be going out of your way to see things that aren't, don't interest you simply to be a part of the conversation? Now you can have conversations with people that enjoy the exact same things as you. Oh, well, maybe I just aren't finding those people that enjoy the things I like. <laughs> like – because there's, now there's I'm a, the one that's because now I'm the one that's like, oh, yeah, I watched this really interesting thing. And it's like, oh, well, that sounds dumb. You should try. You should try watching Loki, Jake. You want to be part of the conversation? Watch Loki. Well, sure. Don't like, don't do that, that. But like I'm sure that if you find something that you enjoy, there's other people out there that have enjoyed the same thing. Yeah, but then you get into like just cinema douchebags and I don't want that either. Well, so that's kind that you, of what you're advocating for. I was going to say, is that you enjoy advocating that you uh, you are part of a cinema douchebag ring with what you no, enjoy? No, definitely. No, definitely not. Because I would say I enjoy a wide array of things. Okay, but just it's okay. So you can't talk to someone about, you know, X that just came out. But you can talk to hundreds of people about the Batman. So maybe you're just not picking and choosing the right things to talk about based off what you've seen. But X should be talked about just as much as Batman. That's probably That's not true. Not but true. <laughs> it's probably not true. But X was still a lot of fun. Uh, I did like it a lot. I don't know. I was just in the theaters and like – Okay, I one weird thing. One weird thing. I, why is why is a 10 – why is 10 a rating system for movies? I don't know. Do you guys see this? Do people When people ask you about movies, they, do they ask you what you'd give it at a scale of 10? Well, because stan- I feel like ten is just like the standard rating scale for anything, like even separate from movies. Okay, let's before is that we what get, it is? go to yeah. Have you seen this thing that AMC theaters said, where like they would charge differently based on the movie you're seeing? No, I don't think if I you have. if you want to talk about things that will kill movie theaters, it's that. I don't disagree with that. What? Did, well, I guess it all depends. So like, based what are on they charging based on the popularity of the movie, you will be charged anywhere from ten to fifteen dollars for a ticket. So if you wanted to go see the Batman on opening weekend because it's a popular movie, you'll pay $15. Or you could see this other movie that's not as popular and only pay 10 I feel like no, you there's can't a go way to up, s- like you have to go down. Well, there's a way to see less, get people to see less popular movies. Exactly. You want to talk about cinema dying? There it is. I mean, they're Which just I'm trying to milk. Destroy theaters. I, mean, I don't care. That's what's crazy to me is like – you have these fans that are willing to go see it, and then you're just trying to see how far you can push them. Like, there's already people that are like, "Yeah, we'll go see the Batman." Then it's like, "I know you're gonna go see the Batman. So how much will you pay to go see the Batman? <laughs> you're gonna pay twenty bucks, thirty bucks, forty bucks." 
Right now, I would pay $30 for Warner Brothers to send me a streaming link to the Batman so I don't have to go to the theater. That's what it's worth to me right now. If I could spend $30 and I would just have the link, pull it up on the TV, watch it, don't have to go anywhere. That's the future. Yeah, probably. There probably might be something like that. Warner Brothers does not need theaters, but theaters need Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers could sell their movies directly to the open market and be fine. Theaters would die. It would be the same. That's what I want. It wouldn't be that you want theaters to die? Yes. Fuck you. Because then I don't have to listen to these conversations about like, oh, the Marvel movies are killing cinema. Like, dude, like who fucking cares? Like, watch what you want to watch and shut up about it. Honestly, like, there's something out there for literally everyone. Sure. If you can't find the things that you want to watch, that's your problem. But but like that's the thing is you're ignore you're focusing strictly on like content and you're 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 forgetting yes. the experience entirely. No. no, we're past that. We are simply in a content world. We are world. not past the experience. We are in a content world now. Like no I one disagree. cares about an experience. People you don't think probably, people care about experiences anymore? No, people watch the fucking Batman on their phone, dude. They don't care about the experience. We're Some past people that. would, sure. All I'm saying is that there's reasons that movies are making that even if they're Marvel movies are making billions of dollars at the box office. No, it's to be the first ones to see it. That's why they make that money. I think they go see it in theaters because they're going to get more enjoyment out of it in theaters than they would I, I ever would, would at their home. Maybe, maybe not you. Bet like, money. I am willing to bet money that if we polled people that saw No Way Home that risked COVID to go see No Way Home in theaters. They didn't go to see it because, like, oh, man, I just love seeing movies with a crowd. They went and saw it because they wanted to be the first people to see it, so nothing got ruined for them. Yeah, for sure. I was part of those people. I went and saw it, so I didn't see internets, like, memes that spoiled it. I don't – I think we're kind of past the point where people give a fuck about seeing things with a crowd. It definitely is an exclusivity factor for sure. Like, you don't want something – like, spoilers are huge, so you don't want things spoiled. But that's the problem. Like you're also now we're making well, we're making movies where the plot twists are the point. It's becoming more soap opera than it is like like there's some things where it's like you can tell me the plot, but it doesn't matter. It's about like the reveal of things, how the characters deal with that. Like some things are like that. I'm sorry, Far From Home is completely plot based. It's like who like will there or will there be multiverse spider-man in this that's all that matters about this movie will there will there not be toby mcguire right there is no character study there is no emotional through line it is completely water cooler plot twist well i would disagree because i think no way home kind of like gets the heart of spider-man like right Okay, sure, but what do you think is more important to the audience? That that emotional through line or the plot twist of whether will there or won't be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? No, sure, I agree that that was more okay, important. Okay, thank you. That's all that's I wanted. Where, that's where movies are going, where it's more about the plot twists than any, than any sort of like developed character. It's all content. You saw it in the, the machine. You saw it in the '90s with disaster movies, and you're seeing it now with Marvel movies. Disaster movies came and went. Who's to say that Marvel movies won't? Everything is just content. Watch whatever you want. 
I disagree, dude. If you want to watch 10-hour speed runs of Elden Ring, do that. Everything is content. Who cares anymore? And do you think people would pay to go see that in the theater? No. <laughs> I bet people would. Well, was anybody got anything else that they watched? Zach, do you have any final thoughts on Far From Home that you wanted to share? On No Way Home? Yeah. Um, or sorry, Far sorry, Far From Home. No, not really. I mean, I... Do you think the next Spider-Man movie, since he's not Peter Parker, there, it's called Spider-Man No More Home? <laughs> <laughs> I will say... Oh, where's the dude living? Like, that's what I want to know. If everybody forgot who he is, does he have a home? Yeah, he just got an apartment that he's paying for. Oh, I mean, even if everyone knew who he was, he doesn't have a home because Aunt May's dead. Well, I guess she, they lived in an apartment. I guess, <laughs> like, the reason I'm saying, like, I've never been more excited for a Spider-Man is if they do, like, some things that I've read is that, like, they're thinking about doing the Sinister Six and doing, like, three movies of Peter Parker in college. Like, no one really knows who he is doing that that sounds great i will watch all of those that's what i want i don't care about spider-man and iron man i don't care about spider-man being part of the avengers i want to see spider-man without high-tech stark gadgets cloth suit swinging around the city helping people in need that's what i want and it if seems he's like not that's chafing, what we're gonna get i don't want it yeah we'll see i mean they might do it for a time but he's going back to that mcu Maybe bring Venom in. That'd be cool. I'd be fine with or that. Or it's just going to start all over again. It's going to be he his identity got erased. He's going to fight, he's gonna fight these people, and then they're just going to learn that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, and he'll just get brought into the Avengers again. Again, the multiverse just starting fucking fresh. Using the multiverse to erase everything. Hey, we want Spider-Man again. Fresh story. Same guy, though. Or they're like – or this Young Avengers is like, hey, we should recruit that spider-swinging guy on our team, and you're just back into it again. I'm fine with that. That's where it goes. That's where it goes. That would be a, that would be interesting. You just use their multiverse to reset character arcs. My big hold, – hold on. Hold on. They're pushing towards Young Avengers, and it's going to be literally the same powers as before, except you may have Shang-Chi. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what the Young Avengers are. Or it's like, that's oh, we really fucking want, stupid, dude. Oh, we really want Iron Man, but Robert Downey Jr. won't play Iron Man. So, hey, there's that new actor from a different universe now pulled in to play Tony Stark. Well, sure. That is the very, very cynical way to look at it. It's the only way to look at it because this is going to happen. You can look at, like, the comic accurate way to look at it, which is like, this is how it happened. Yes. Which, sure. Even in those days, I'm sure that it is all just a ploy to make money. That's all this is. It's ploys to make money. Just, you're just picking the ones that you enjoy. Creating the relationship between the arrow shooting person and the assassin, which they did in the TV show. You're literally trying to create the same shit over again. Like you're, I can't you're, deny that it's kind just of genius. People. Like, give us something fucking fresh. Something that's new. the thing, though. That's the thing, though. Like... Kevin Feige is a fucking mastermind because how many times have you complained about that and you've still watched every fucking second of the things that they put out? I haven't watched any of the TV shows. I have 
fucking etched out on that. Shows. I haven't watched any of the TV shows. I was only interested in seeing No Way Home because of fucking um, because I wanted to see Tobey Maguire. But, and the only reason, saying, hold on, the only reason I'm going to see the Multiverse of Madness is because of the Avatar 2 trailer. But you know what I'm saying, though. Like, Same. the people that have complained, like, do something new, do something original, and yet they're still watching everything that comes out. And, like, you are the reason that you're not getting anything new and original. Dude, I know. So if stop, I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing this shit. I I I have very specific reasons why I've seen anything in the newest arc that I've seen. I have, and and it hasn't been for the main plot. I have like vague curiosities, but I would absolutely rather see something new. And it doesn't I, work. Then watch the multiverse of I'll madness. I'll see anything new that they do. Like I saw Shang Chi and kind of liked it. Like I'll see new. I stuff hated Shang Chi. I haven't watched WandaVision, Falcon, or Loki. I like the Hawkeye show. I'm interested in the Moon Knight show. I'll watch the She Hulk show. Like I'm only interested in Moon Knight because it's a one-off thing. Until they offer Oscar Isaac a billion dollars to come back, but for now. It's a one-off thing. I'll continue to watch Spider-Man. I'll watch the. I I guess I have to watch the first Doctor Strange movie first, but even then I probably don't. But okay, I'm slightly curious about the. See, I'm 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 curious to see the multiverse of Madness because I'm curious like how big of a can of worms is this can of worms? I don't know. I, I think it's gonna be a big can. I won't see Ant Man. I won't. I probably am not going to see the new Black Panther. I will watch that because I'm very curious how they handle the death of what's his name? Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, not Taika Waititi. He's alive. CGI Boseman, the whole thing. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Dude, imagine you could find a way to like you just CGI his likeness and then you never have to pay a person to act again. You can CGI whoever you want in the movie. You could CGI fucking Bob Saget into the movie. Yeah, James okay. Dean. He could he could be Iron Man. Imagine doing that shit. Like that'd be awesome. Um, fucking imagine that shit. Dude, we're not that oh, far man. off. I mean, look at Luke Skywalker in the Boba Fett show. You're not that far off. See, They'll re-release the same movies just with different actors because they paid like- for their likeness and image to be in those movies. I feel like how you guys are feeling about this is how I feel about all the Star Wars stuff. I don't care. Well, you, you've never liked Star Wars. I like Phantom Menace. Yeah, you've liked one movie. You I like a Star Wars. Like. <laughs> I don't care about Mandalorian. I don't care about Boba Fett. Like, I have been so out on all of that for so long. Which is why I understand the Marvel people. I'm one of the Marvel people. I'm not even going to defend all of them. Like, I like the Star Wars. I'd rather see the Star Wars stuff over the Marvel stuff, but maybe it's just because I like Star Wars over the superheroes. I guess it's my cup of tea, I suppose. The Kenobi show? No, I'm out. I'm not Ooh, watching I'm it. excited. Can't wait. Bumped. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who feel the same way about Star Wars. Yeah, you're one of them, Zach. You just said it, so I don't know. There's something for everyone, right, Zach? Everything is content. Stop being so precious about it. Disagree. Yep. <sighs> Anyways, anybody got anything else that they watched? If someone's willing to pay you money, just fucking take it, dude. Who cares? Everything is content. It's not, though. 
if you wrote something and someone's like, hey, I want to turn this into a, a web series on Tubi, then go, yes, check, please. Here you go. <laughs> so you're Here advocating for more, like, just more content, more content, more content. I don't think I have to advocate for it. I think it's going to happen on its own. Yeah, yeah well, uh, but, sure. but whether it happens on its own, or is that what you're saying that you want? I watch far more what would be labeled as content than I do, like, movies. Nah, me, bro. Get out and experience the real world, dude. Fucking get out of your screens, dude. Yeah, You're advocating speaking. for movies. That's the same thing. We're just watching different versions of that. Yeah, I know. I know what I'm doing, Zach. Okay? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you're necking Pokemon, Zach. It's different. Yep. Uh, well, like I mentioned, I went and saw X last night, which I thought was a lot of fun, directed by Ty West. It's about um, a, a young group of want-to-be filmmakers that are going to make a porno, essentially. Sick. And they rent out this uh, sort of this, I don't know, like this guest house, I guess you could say, on this person's property. And these old couple's property, I should say. And once the old couple starts to figure out what they want to do, like what they're there to do, they start to kill the people. And um, yeah, some of it's like very tongue in cheek. And um, there's like definitely like a. Definitely playing within like the the porn horror genre very well, I thought. Great, there's some pretty interest, pretty good kills in there, which I thought was good. Definitely fun. I will, uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. They do some, they do some pretty interesting stuff, which I was like reflecting upon, like. When I was – as I was watching it, I was, like, aware of what I was doing. So, like, it's interesting, like, there's definitely this idea of, like, sexual repression and, like, um, and, like, thinking, like, sex is, like, this free thing. But, like, it only seems to be free for some people and not others. Like, beauty has a factor. Age has a factor. So there's, I feel like, a scene where, like, you know, these two young hot people are fucking and it's like, okay, yeah, that's hot. But then later on in the movie, there's like an old couple sex scene, and then it's like, oh, that's hell gross. yeah, that's gross. But then like in the moment, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, yeah, th- this is the point. Like, like they're, they're getting the exact reaction out of me that they were like trying to get. I will, uh, I'll watch it when it's not in theaters anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> um. I guess the only other thing that I watched is I watched Akira, uh, which I don't really get why it's held in such high regard, but it was fine. Well, the anime community, Zach, has a whole other community of people that raise things on pedestals. Let's piss people off. Uh, Akira is very uh, mediocre. Oh, man, there goes our two listeners. I finished the manga this morning. Mom, don't go. Far superior. <laughs> There's an Akira manga? Yes. I gotta I'm, ask. I'm... I saw something when you got up. What's up? What's behind you? That book that says Uzumaki. 
Uzumaki. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? It's a book. Yeah, what about? Uh, it's about spirals, actually. Spirals? Yeah, so it's about this town that gets, like, obsessed with spirals, and it, like, destroys their town. Interesting. Hold on a second. What world is it in? It's in Japan, Chris. Hold on. Why don't you just come out with it? What is it that you're trying to ask me? No, I'm not going to do it. Go ahead, Chris. Chris, I got got something for you, Chris. It's a different one. I got something for you. I thought it was in reference to the Uzumaki clan in Naruto. I got something for you, Chris. Fucking you bought one? (laughs) Shit, you bought the first Naruto manga? Yep. How's it going? I haven't started it yet. Because I've been busy with this, Chris. Hold on. Let me get it for you. Hold on. <laughs> you said a fucking bag. Oh, it's, okay. in a little, it's a little present. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get it for you. Oh, my gosh. You're going in on Dragon Ball. Is that, oh, my. Is that the fucking... Are those the manga or are those the, like, the, the show? It's volumes 1 through 16. The complete manga set. Wow. All right. I'll be back. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm watching One Piece, dude. How far are you? I've gotten past the uh, like the uh, Dress Rosa arc. Don't get too caught up, dude. They delayed, like, indefinitely the newest stuff. Yeah, I know. And they left it on a huge fucking cliffhanger, <laughs> I heard. I heard they left it on a huge cliffhanger. Something everybody got jazzed about, and they were like, oh, you know what, never mind. <laughs> we're just going to uh, up the brakes. I got that set, and then I have the Bleach set. Uh, bleach, I heard, is pretty cool. But yeah, that's been it. That's been it for me. I haven't watched anything. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've been watching West Wing, but that's it. The West Wing? Yeah. Because, like, I throw stuff on the TV, and then I've just been, like, falling asleep lately. So then I just go to bed, like, halfway through, and I'm like, I'm not watching that. I'm not finishing it. That's understandable. I watch My Hero Academia to fall asleep, so. Uh, It's an easy kill. (sighs) Besides that, I mean, it's just been uh, Love is Blind Season 12, so. Nice. Yeah, if you want to know what I've been watching, go listen to our March Madness Horror Bracket. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Dude, those Love is Blind episodes are like an hour and a half each, and there's like 25 of them. Which one are you watching? Love is Blind. Yeah, or, sorry, which... Married at First Sight. Oh, season shit, 12. okay. Dang. It's a lot of stuff to get through. There's a lot of stuff to get to. I think I'm going to watch The Bachelor next time it comes on. Nice. Or The Bachelorette this time around. Bachelorette's better. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is this Bachelorette, they're doing two Bachelorettes. Yeah, I saw that one. I'll I saw that. one where they did that. I'll watch that. It's coming on, I think, in July. I'm in. 
Yeah, was, that was pretty interesting. The one that I would checked out. We only watched like, the first couple episodes, but it's kind of funny. Clayton's a piece of garbage is all I'm going to say. I don't know what that means. Like it was, Tarzan? No, he... <laughs> I mean, yeah, Clayton. but like... <laughs> Clayton! You're right, but no, this past guy on The Bachelor. He's a piece of garbage. Oh, I don't know who that is. The thing I like... Right, I will say this. The thing I like about Married at First Sight is that it just... It feels a lot more genuine than shows like The Bachelor or shows like Love is Blind, where it feels like you could come on Love is Blind or The Bachelor simply just to promote yourself and to grow like a brand based on you. That's, that's not true in Married at First Sight. These people, they want love, and I respect that. So they can't yeah, I mean, the first person they see. Okay, well, yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is a hoot. Uh, the, the one thing I did watch of Married at First Sight I thought was kind of interesting. I like it. It's a good show. A lot of drama. Drama, drama, yes. drama. It's hilarious. I'm going to wrap this up so I can take a poop. Poop, poop. All right. What are you going to say, Chris? You gotta, you're going to what? Oh, I'm just—I was just saying—I'm gonna go in and all—I'm gonna go all in on D D and D here soon when school's over. <laughs> all right, Chris, when can we expect you back? <laughs> all I'm saying is I've got three books and a DM shield. I've gotten dice. I'm fucking in. Yeah, Chris, it was good to see you. Good to have you back for an episode. <laughs> it might be a hot minute. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure out some content to do while you're in your absence. I swear, if you guys do the if you guys do the sports bracket, I'm gonna be pissed. I wouldn't do that without you. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. Well, as always, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. We're not quite sure when we'll be back, but check the feed. See if there's a new episode out. We'll figure. Zach and I will figure out something to do. And Chris's absence in this long stretch here um but until next time stay safe out there bye bye from the waving old lady <laughs>